Action, go ahead. Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks. We have good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. I'm Matt. Today we have our usual suspects and a special guest, um, a local guy named Chris Helper, producer, director. Uh, he's got a documentary going. We'll get into that till a little bit later. But for now, we're going to do our tasting. So what do we got? Um, so we ran out of uh, local, local bourbon. Yeah. Because Illinois, like Illinois sucks for multiple reasons. Uh, so I went to the fucking... Motor City, Detroit, with uh, Mayor Pingree Red Label from Valentine Distillery. You went there? I, like, my choice was... Oh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> fucking no mic. <laughs> so, uh, it's a small batch bourbon. Um, Matt will get a little bit more into it, and we're going to go ahead and uh, take a sip. give it a fucking taste. Let's go. Salute. Salute. Yeah, so, it's Mayor Ping, uh, Pingree. It's 40 for... 47% alcohol, 94 proof. They say it's aged four years, uh, triple pot distilled. Smooth. They're from mm-hmm. Ferndale, Michigan. Um, what does it say here? Yeah, I like that. It says, uh, and I guess that it has a little thing ab- about the mayor. It says, Hazen S. Pingree, mayor of Detroit from 1890 to 1897, is considered one of the greatest mayors in U.S. history. He was a champion for the Detroiter fighting monopolies and corruption. So uh, there's a little more info. Whatever happened on, to that? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder what happened to Detroit. Matt tasted. You're gonna like. Right, okay. he died. <laughs> and then I got for as far as what, uh, with the nose and what the, what it's supposed to taste like in the finish. If you so, guys want to. So on the nose, I get a. Uh, it's very subtle, but I get like a. Almost I would like say a, this has a, been the easiest one we've sh- shot, shoot, shot, whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like this no is, burn, no, no nothing burn. for you. This goes oh, down so smooth. I'm not, yeah. a bur- I'm not a bourbon person, and this is it's sweet. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah, sweet yeah. note in there, and it's yeah. uh, smooth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's a it. It smells sweeter than normal. Like the other ones we we had, to, <clears throat> you, we had that oak yeah, yeah, and yeah. the straight alcohol yeah. smell like, to it. On the, this on, almost on the front end of the nose, I get the oak. But then, like, as I keep wafting it in, I get, like, almost like a peach, I don't know, I like chutney almost, you know, like a little spicy, a little sweet. See, not, Pete, you're, you're saying that, and I'm surprised that you didn't like last week's and thought that was rough. Yeah, I thought last week's was rough, Yeah, too. they both did. This is super sweet. Yeah, this one's sweet. Well, it says so, I don't think so it's, weird. I, think I don't think it's, think it's at, not a closest sweet as last week. I think it's an exceptionally smooth bourbon. It, yeah, yesterday was just, or last week was stronger. It had more of a bite to it. Yeah, and it had that smell to it, right. too. Yeah. What was the proof on this? Uh, this one is 94 proof. Okay. 94 proof. And it says for the nose, it says 50% mostly caramel, 35% oaky, 15% dark fruits, mostly cherry. And the nose seems okay, stronger than cherry. And the nose seems stronger no? than 90 no. proof. And then for the palate, it says uh, mostly caramel, oaky, dark fruits, cherry. And then the finish is medium to long. Rye spice burn middle in that uh, to the end of the palate caramel and okay on the finish green apples aftertaste green apple I, I, I don't get any of the rye I think this is exceptionally smooth there's no uh, like burn on the back end no there's, there, there's a little bit of heat there though I don't get yeah. it yeah no, no, no there's a little heat but there's not that it doesn't there's, stay long no but that that I think that's what that rye I, everything is, sh- I tasted all of those things yeah <laughs> <laughs> I uh, everything's short lived. Right, like it's an exceptionally smooth journey. Yeah. I'd like that's a good one. I, I would say, like Pat, what you were saying a couple of weeks ago about like something you could drink after work. This would be something I could drink. Like come home after and have one instantly. For it's sure, not gonna kill me instantly. You yeah, know? I could sip on this all night and be good. You know, that's me though. Yeah, see, that's crazy yeah. though. I, Last I, week they were getting burned up by that. 
I and I thought that we had the bitch. most flavor. It was too no. sweet. There's, I, I, it was funny. I was I talking to a guy that helped build the bar in that place, and he he said the, like the same thing. He's too like, sweet. Yeah, he's like, how how would you think about the copper fiddle? I'm like, man, they got too much going on for yeah, just a, was a bourbon. A, and then too, I, I mean, on the nose, that was just, it was harsh too. And then that that bite right after. No, I think the aftertaste of yeah. copper fiddle was possibly the best aftertaste of a. Yeah, we're, uh, we're we're short of mic, everyone. If you guys are curious on why Pete, uh, Pete's fading in and out, <laughs> <laughs> fading Split, in out. splitting a mic over here in the corner. Yeah. We, we, he we, smoked some really good weed today. <laughs> this is just the sound he's getting. Wow, wow, wow. Right, for, somebody, Dave, for somebody, I don't drink bourbon. Uh, well, you know, here and there. I'm gonna, I, I mean, it's it's. I think it's very sweet. I mean, I I felt sweet taste right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. No. Yeah, it, should we it, have him try Blonde Brothers? Definitely no, we don't, don't want him to no, run out. No, the yeah, yeah, we want to interview out of this guy yeah. first. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. start spilling stuff that's going to be in the film. No, <laughs> Blonde Brothers was absolutely. It was. Uh, it was not the best. Let's just say turpentine ish. Yeah. Don't fuck with the gas. film. Just give me more booze. <laughs> yeah, gas. Dude. So, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys rating? Um, you want to start that off, bit? Yeah, I mean, I liked it, and Pete, like you're coming home from work, kind of thing. Yeah, but I don't know if I. I'd give this like a seven six, seven point six. Mm. High, high, but like you know, I'm still a little lower than you this week as well. Oh. Yeah, not much lower, like a I feel you know to be high. just a little yeah. over seven. Yeah, like it's. I'm still going back substantial. to substantial Opadon that we had. Like I think now that's that, gonna be my that in the marker. four kings. Yeah, for, well, see, I, don't, kings. I don't remember what I gave the Opadon. The Opadon we all gave yeah, like that, that was the sea and smoke. That well, yeah, that, but I don't yeah. remember. I don't know exactly. This one's close to that for me, though, for sure. I'd say like seven two, little little above seven. Yeah, I'd give it almost like an eight seven seven seven. Yeah, eight, Chris, well, what's your score? I give it eight and a half whiskey dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, say was, uh, I, oh, don't, sorry, I don't know Chris. what to compare it to. So, you know, yeah, I mean, right. I know it's really good. I'd say probably an eight. Seriously though. Yeah, I would say for just simply not having a bite and being able to literally, I would say pound this. An eight point five for me, because I could drink this. You could keep feeding me this and all the, night. And you, it, when you like, get it on your in your in your mouth or whatever. There is no bite. No, there's no. nothing there. There's uh, flavor, and then it's got the little rye burn at the end. Which I get. So. Which I guess. I mean, I, I get like from last week. Like I would really like this to have that after bite, like last week, where it was like it lingered and it was like, oh, okay, I see. You know, I see what they're going with here. This would be a really good um, uh, old fashioned bourbon. Let me get a copy of that stuff. All right, so uh, I'll tell you what, it goes really good with this cigar I'm smoking, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really, hey, oh, yeah. Hey, this ain't our first rodeo, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, as far as our sidecars, I actually stole one of the beers from Dave. Um, yeah, we all did. Yeah, to he, Mars. He went to Mars and he got No, no, I, I didn't go to Mars. Or, I went to the Open Bottle. This is actually a collaboration with the Open Bottle oh. of Mars. And uh, Beer Cellar. It's on the can. They're like the two places oh, in yeah. the south a suburbs. Collaboration with Open Cellar and the Beer Cellar. I didn't get one of those beers, Open so I'll just, uh, I'll just do this one. <laughs> you know, it's always going to be a sketchy beer when it's like a normal aluminum can with a sticker on it. But I think this is like... This There's is nothing one. sketchy about Mars, guy. No, that's how all their cans are. Yeah. No, I, I'm not... Listen, listen. You, you tell me you go to Benny's and you, you're looking at cans, you're like... That's a cool sticker. Let me wait. It's just an aluminum right. can with it's a like, sticker. It's on like it. liquid ricin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Though. Like, uh, we got we, we we can't do the fucking aspirin bottles anymore. Yeah. Like the early right, '90s. Right. Now we'll do. <laughs> that label, Still that unsolved really cool. to this day. Little yeah. fucking tidbit. 
But so, I don't know. They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. But we're all doing Mars, and then we're all smoking acid Cuba Cubas from the, the yeah, tobacco we, and vape shop on 183rd over vape, there. Vape and tobacco smoke shop. Usually, you get three packs of cigarettes, three for 25 You go in there, uh, get three cigars, you get your fourth one free. If you go in there and you heard uh, heard about them through us, just give them a shout-out. Let them know that you listen to our podcast. Let them know, let them know we're cool. Right. Yeah. Which bus is that? I'm over, I'm over in that way all the time. It's uh, 80th Avenue. Oh, okay. I went yeah. over by 80th Avenue. Gotcha. Yeah. By, by the, the gas Speed. station and Gat- stuff, Gattles. Pop Speed, right yeah. on the back there. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah, Gatto's over the restaurant. Over no, there. no. It's uh, farther east. It's on closer to Harlem. There's a Speedway. Like, Bob. Yeah. Do you know yeah. where Buffalo Wild Wing yeah, is? That's not 80th. I get my it's like 74. I get my yeah. cigarettes there. It's right next door to Pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look yeah. for our sticker next time. I know me real well when I walk in there. He has my pack of cigarettes at the dashboard. There you go. I should have brought you a whiskey dick sure you Wore it next time yeah, you go yeah, in, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, these dudes are for real." Yeah, they, they know me. <laughs> Very cool. You want more? What's yeah. up, guys? The f- <laughs> yeah, they're the cool. The fuck, Pete? Dude, you know this I is, like I, it. I, I, I should like give you a chance to look over this beforehand, but this was the evaluation. Yeah. Chris that, definitely knows all about it. Yeah. Out. So I, I, I printed out. I, you know, when we first spoke, um, I kind of just like let me fucking get filled in with some of the history when it opened. The whole situation right and everything. So I, I, I did a little research. You know, I printed it out for everyone. Cool. What, what, what you guys are looking at is uh, it's an e- the recent EPA report. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the most recent. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, since we're was, touching uh, on this anyway, Chris, you just want to give a little, like, backstory? T- backstory on you. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, man. First of all, thanks, Scott. Guys, appreciate you having oh, me without here. Without a man. doubt. This is pretty cool. I, uh, I'm excited about it. Plus whiskey and beer and cigars, man. This is, you know, yeah. right? without a doubt. <laughs> so uh, actually, just real quick, how, how'd you get into the whole, you know, documentary, filming, that kind of stuff anyways? Did you go to school for that or no, just? No, I, uh, Teamster, I worked around the film and television industry okay. through them. You know, oh. delivered uh, wardrobe trailers, makeup trailers, and other stuff like that to film sets and then uh, hung around and, All right. you know, learned a little bit from this guy, that guy, and then they started hiring me on film sets and slowly worked my way up. No awesome. Shit. Nice. Yeah. nice. So, uh, it's the way to do it. It's the way yeah. it used to be done. I got a uh, little family background in it, too. I got a famous cousin that actually grew up about uh, about three blocks from here. Oh, no shit. Yeah, really? Ken Wall, if you guys know who he is. He was in Wise Guy and uh, had his own te- television show, Wise Guy, for many years. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Won a uh, Golden Globe. Nice. Got nominated for Emmys. That's awesome. He's married to one of the Barbie twins, if you know him. Oh, yeah. So, hi, Shane <laughs> and Ken. Love awesome. those guys. And my cousins are awesome. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. So, they kind of inspired me when I was young. He was in a movie called The Wanderers. Okay. I love The Wanderers. Yeah. 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 My yeah. cousin's a lead actor in that. Richie in that. So, no uh, shit. Yeah. So, uh Okay. Had, okay. Know, watching cool. this at uh, eight years old at a drive-in and seeing my cousin up yeah. on the big screen was kind of like, oh, anybody could do this. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I mean, the way he got in, it was pretty great because it was, uh, you know, he was pretty fortunate. You know, he worked at a gas station in Tinley and a couple other places in town just took off. And That's awesome. awesome. That was it. It was pretty cool. So Fantastic. So shout out to Ken and uh, Shane. How you guys doing? <laughs> awesome. So, no, I mean, I've worked for uh, Disney, ESPN, CBS done stuff for major league baseball uh pepsi uh goodyear tires and i uh, just discover card all kinds of stuff to name a few yeah three and mo- just just straight up like working on the sets and yeah like- yeah line produced three mo- motion mo- motion major motion picture man this stuff is good the hell with the film i'm out of here we're drinking <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about take something it, else take it a little easier yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You know my struggle now. All right. So, so yeah, the, that's the background of how I got into it and everything okay. else. And, uh, you know, it's it's been pretty rewarding. I've always used it as kind of a hobby, uh, you know, sure. outside of trucking. And, uh, you know, it's it's paid off pretty well as far as a really uh, interesting hobby. You know, it's uh, gotten me to travel around the country and meet a lot of uh, – Famous or infamous people, however you want to put it. But, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool meeting, you know, some of your idols and heroes of uh, film and television and you know that kind of thing. So right. Yeah. Well, then let's just get right into it. Yeah, the two hundred and eighty acres. So yeah, how did uh, how did you come about finding this? What I mean, what sparked your interest in it? What was I mean? You said you've been a resident here for a long time. Yeah. So give us like kind of the backstory for. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Tinley Park, so uh, it's always been. Uh, you know, something that we all grew up with down the street it was right. always that, you know, place that uh, had a little bit of mysteriousness to it. Right. You know, uh, they always do. Yeah. You know, I grew up near one in Lyle and it was like, yeah. oh, fuck that. Everybody <laughs> always had that you know, connotation of just what is this or what's going on in there? What's happening over in those walls over there? You know, yeah. see, this is all news to me. I just moved here. I'm the last one to move to this area. Gotcha. So like everything in what you're saying to me is educational and i got a I'm, lot i got a lot to share you're gonna good. join us I'm, gonna I'm, join I'm, us I'm waiting because my girl literally just sprung on me six months into us being here like hey you know like the most haunted cemetery in yeah, the midwest Grove, baby. Yeah, yeah we live like basically butted oh, yeah. up next to it oh, like yeah. you could yeah. bike good ride. luck yeah we used to finger bang all these chicks up. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we used to go out there as kids and uh it was pretty creepy out there you know yeah a lot of stuff that went on out there it was it's pretty wild yeah, you know, I've had a couple of good times there. Uh, it gets Ooh. freaky, though, man, just knowing the... Who's throwing the bodies in that pond? They found 72 bodies in that pond. They said El Capone. Yeah. Was it El Capone? Yeah. 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 yeah they, and then you uh, go to uh, the steakhouse afterwards. Yeah. You go Palmer's. dump the bodies yeah. and then go to... Jack Gibbons. Yeah, Jack, Jack Gibbons. Gibbons. I love that That place. was his... That place his... is a little gem. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's not get out too, too off track here. Let's... Okay, so you lived in Tinley, been around. Right. It was the weird place that everybody talked about. You got it. And then, so then how did you get involved about as far as knowing what was there and what was messed up? And obviously families have been playing games there. And then, yeah. so what brought you to start investigating it, basically? Well, I, I think that uh, I've had a couple of friends that were in town politically and they, uh, you know, would mention it, you know, that they're trying to get something developed there. You know, they wanted to see the property uh, cleaned up and... Uh, and taken care of. I don't know if you guys really know the history about. It. I can kind of touch on that. For I, you I, I, I looked it up. I, yeah, but I'm I mean, unemployed, so I, I did yeah, a bunch of go research. Ahead. No, go ahead. No, let let yeah. Chris talk about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was uh, opened. The, the land was originally purchased back in 1949, and uh, for two million bucks. And it was, in 49. Yeah. Wow. That's okay. a, and it was, that seems uh, it was, like a chunk of change for 1949. Yeah. yeah and well, it 280 was, acres. And it was estimated to, to, be, to build the whole entire facility around $28 million. So you're talking a lot of investment. Back yeah. Harlem Avenue didn't even go through. It was a gravel road. It got cut off at the train tracks there at 175th Street. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And so that was considered at that time, there was only 5,000 people living in Tinley Park at the time. And there was three owners of this farm. They sold their property. And at that time, it was considered on the edge of Tinley Park, somewhat. Okay. And uh, now, I mean, it's basically, in the, you know, somewhat in the middle of the town because the growing right. is 66 million people or whatever the population right. is now. I have a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No problem. I'm new to the area. What is the boundaries of Tinley Park? Like the streets, all that? Because I don't know, guys. It's a little goofy. Um, yeah, it's, it goes from all the way from... Just, just give me... Yeah, exactly. 159th all the way out to I-80 from, geez, from Central all the way out to LaGrange. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's a pretty okay. decent and sized town. It like so. puzzle cuts in a couple places. Right. Too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All these. This particular yeah. property is between Harlem I eighty, the railroad tracks, the Metro, and the hundred eighty third. Okay. Yeah. And it was originally uh, three hundred thirty two acres, which was sold uh, to the state of Illinois, uh, and it took nine years to build it, and it opened the actual hospital itself opened up in fifty eight, and then there was another section there called the House Center, and that was for. Um, you know, Down syndrome and that stuff. That was called the house center. It was built in 72. And, uh, you know, uh, so that's basically, you know, how it got kind of started and everything mm -hmm. else. And, you know, back then they built these buildings with, you know, asbestos and all For these sure. other kind oh, of yeah. things. It yeah. had its own power plant. Oh, really? Its own water facility. Yeah, its own I saw water that. treatment facility. Yeah. It was all its, its own so little self, town self in itself. For sure. Yeah, so, okay. uh, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, so it was, uh, you know... It, there was a lot of opposition to it beginning in uh, I have the original files of you know people protesting the place in 1962 no shit the village managers and everything we don't want this quote unquote insane asylum right right yeah, yeah crazy it was, it was originally right. sold to the town of Tinley Park as a geriatric uh, hospital and a possible hospital with geriatric uh, people that had possible mental illnesses and it quickly within a year became criminal uh, you know, schizophrenic and criminal, you know, all the, you know, all these really, yeah, criminally insane and uh, for a lack of better words, yeah. Right. And yeah. they quickly became that instead of you know using it as a. I, there was a jail there for youth. Yeah, and, I, and back then, I mean, it was so. I mean, not looked bad upon, but people didn't know what to do with a family member. I'm sure there were so many people just completely dropped there yeah. and and the stuff all. you could hide in 68 there's no social yeah, media right <laughs> you oh. could do anything oh, experiments sure. right. on people Absolutely. like yeah, yeah we'll, we'll touch on that there was a uh uh quite a bit of disturbing things i got i brought all kinds of articles and stuff I'd, i'm going to share with you guys about this and it's just the uh you know they lost 50 percent of their budget is the reason why they had to close down but another 50 percent of this was because of the treatment of the patients and okay. all the situ situations of people dying, raped, murdered out there. Okay. Uh, these were patients. Yeah. Um, it closed down in uh, January 2012. So so it's been empty now for yeah. eight, eight, years. eight years. Going on a decade little, almost. A little, little yeah. bit eight years, yeah. So, so this is up and functioning in our... The, the, well, since 1958, what is it? Is yeah. It, yeah I think I actually had a, a family so member It was up was for there. 62 years. Um, well, it's been closed for eight years. The house center was uh, forty open for forty eight years. So um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had a family member. My um, my grandma's sister's husband was put there when he was way older. Well, my grandma is a huge like advocate for mental health. She was actually in the Tinley newspaper, like at the the meetings for this, like trying to help keep it open. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but the, the I thing Barack Obama, Barack Obama was, uh, he was a Senator at the time and he was an advocate that came to Tinley park and spoke that try to keep it open as well. Yeah. You know, they try to keep it open for jobs and for also, well, I mean, but the thing about it, they, they had their budget worked out through, I think it was the end of 2013. Right. They had money put aside for, because there was three facilities that were under, scrutiny whether or not they should close it rockford was one one down south like waste far south and then and then this one they lost, right what they lost was they lost their medicare and the reason why they started losing all that just budget constraints and constraints but also uh the auditors would go in there and um towards the end of it the auditors kept finding just horrible stuff and 
So they kept losing more and more fun, state funding from that because they just, whoever was running it, at one point, uh, I have an article here, and I'll tell you the guy's name. They, uh, here he is. Jeez. Uh, his name was Joseph Kleinplatz. Kleinplatz. They hired him to run the center, and they found out uh, several months or maybe a year later that he wasn't even a doctor. He faked oh my all, God. His doctors <laughs> oh, all of his documents. He wasn't even a doctor. Yeah, well, that's crazy. That? Uh, this that was back in 1997. Jesus actually, Christ. January, March, April, April 97, they found out that he wasn't even a doctor. It's crazy because I researched this guy recently. He's still on the West Coast presenting himself as a doctor. He's been arrested and, and brought to court several times by <laughs> other uh, jurisdictions out on the west coast east coast for faking being a doctor too L- little side note so, about that like <laughs> it's crazy it's not a national system if you get outed as a bad doctor or whatnot you know like it's only per hospital so if you're a sham you could go to another hospital and get hired as long as like your shit yeah but this legit. guy's t- this guy's yeah. not no, even and no and no, he, no, he, I, he said that this guy claimed that he uh, got his uh, doctorate at a uh, place in juarez mexico and they can never find oh. they can never go back and find his accreditations <laughs> and everything else and part of why he got arrested and brought back to court in the east coast was because um he didn't relay the information that he'd gotten fired for this at a previous location in okay. that, in the B. Tinley Park Mental Institution, you know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, over the years, I mean, my research, uh, uh, there's been o- close to, since it's open to the time it closed, close to 300 deaths. Uh, there's one guy who uh, choked to death sitting on a toilet. Uh, another guy had a seizure sitting on a toilet, just died. I have a quick and, question. No, they were supposed to be out there and checking them every 15 minutes, and they didn't. They Things about, like, deaths and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Compared to other mental institutions, what, are they the same? Are they higher at Tinley? I, I couldn't I couldn't comment on it because I've only studied this facility. Tinley, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a good cross-reference question, though. Yeah, I, like, I would imagine that's I'm pretty. Curious. I'm going to, in my next documentary, and we'll get to that, uh, <laughs> there, I'm going to touch on that. Uh, and I might do a little bit of research on that because, uh, you know, uh, out of these patients that died, most of those that were recorded because they had family members that represented them. Right. And say, you know, uh, here's one with somebody who was sexually molested. You know, uh, well, and it just it goes. There's 11 people dead within you know a seven month period here. That's crazy. Back in uh, 06, 07. And uh, like, I, I would like to know that. Yeah. I would like so, to know I mean, that like. Like these people probably had like family members and that right. like were outraged about this. Oh yeah. So what what, what is the number? Of, he said three hundred. Could the number be higher because well, John I, Doe, Jane I, Doe, I, that I, got dropped off well, by here, who? The, here's the John Doe situation, and that actually is. I guess I'll touch on this now because that's going to be my next documentary, Let's and it's go. it's about. Uh, uh, I actually doing my research. I found a gentleman, uh, and I'm I'm talking to his sister right now. Her name is Ann Quinlan. She's from Orland Park. Her brother, uh, Tom Couch, uh, at 33 years old, back in 2001, which is the same week 9-11 happened, okay. exact same week, he walked away from the property. He's never been found. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Um, so my next documentary is really going to be focused on Mr. Couch and uh, Ann Quinlan, her brother. Is this linked with the mental institution it or is. not at all? Yeah, he was there. He walked yeah, away from the, the facility, which is House Center, which is on the property. And uh, he's never been found. He just walked away from the facility. He's never been found again. Um, th- now, I knew no during my research that there was 300 plus, 350 bodies buried out on that property. Uh, they've since been removed. I know where the burial grounds are on the property. I've been to the burial grounds. 
and there's nothing rebuilt there even though what, what where this burial ground sits on is a new section of those original 332 acres okay what that means is at one point it was 1998 Tinley Park purchased for a million bucks or so 52 acres of that property they built a library uh, part of the metro station they built a uh, baseball field uh, the Tinley Park Police Department is now on that facility in a fire uh, training exercise is all oh. on those 52 acres. Okay. And there's also a uh, oh, I cerebral know exactly palsy what you're talking and about. a cerebral palsy. It's like Just to the west of it. It's, it's on the west side of the right. property, like the west quarter of it, right. basically. And that's, that's, that's still on that side of the property where the burial grounds were. Um, the former mayor, uh, or not the former mayor, our mayor currently in Sydney Park, uh, uh, Miss, Mr. Vandenberg, his family owns Vandenberg Funeral, and they were okay. contracted to exhume those bodies. Oh, um, those yeah. bodies were exhumed and brought over to Oak Forest Hospital. And I don't know if you guys know a lot about Oak Forest <laughs> Hospital, and I'm giving away a lot about my next documentary, but it's kind of cool. There's, uh, I've done a lot of research on it now. Uh, there's an estimated sixty to 90,000 indigent bodies out there on that property. Wow. And those that are correct number, 60 to 90,000 indigent Unmarked, bodies. just like a Unmarked. mass grave? Now, this started I mean... back in, yeah, this started back in two, uh, 1911. Okay. And in 1911, from all of the Cook County, Will County, a lot of the um, areas in northern Illinois, these uh, either hospitals or, uh, you know, uh, mental health centers that didn't have ID or they didn't have, they were just dropped off. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, back then, that's what yeah. the families so, did. I yeah, mean, there's sure. the, those 60 to 90,000 bodies are, of course, from 1911 all the way until. That's an I don't absurd know if they're number. Still doing it. yeah. it's a, and, I, and I actually had to redouble check those numbers to make sure I was looking. Like, not six like, to 9,000? Like, <laughs> rubbing, like, rubbing my eyes. You're saying they're still there? Oh, they're still there, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, look how large that piece of But besides, land is. Uh, besides, like, getting into there, what, what would stop us from going and exhuming these? Uh, a lot of state Law. licenses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, again, and that's what's going to touch on my next documentary okay. and and uh, me, that, me going after 23andMe and uh, Ancestry.com for help okay. and uh, sponsorship yeah, yeah. with that film. It's going to be pretty. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a monumental task, obviously. But okay. you know, I mean, anyway, I, I digress into the next right. you know, thing. But yes, so th- th- there's a long history at this place of a lot of people going. You know. Either missing. Is that is that why you decided to do this documentary, or what was the tipping point that made you yeah, decide what, to uh, I, uh, start getting involved with this specific? Well, I, I coached softball for my daughter over in Tinley Park with the Bulldogs, and myself and other coaches and uh, a lot of people. We were using this facility from I'd say 2010 when well, it was still going on a little bit. They allowed us to use it. Um, 2011 is when they really started allowing, uh, you know. I think it was close to 2,000 kids uh, a month. I'm mean, 2,000 kids a summer, in a season or whatever, to go out there and use the property for soccer, for baseball, for football, and for all these other things. And, and that's the property. The property slowly went into decay, and it's gone into decay. Well, two, there was 2011 was when they first announced that they're probably going to close it down, and then it went into appeal. Well, and then it, it, early it, 2012, 1994, 95 is when they were first talking. Initially, about the, yeah, but like right. 2011 was the uh, like yeah. the main exactly. You know, and then they did the uh, appeal court in January, and then the, the courts okayed it, said Correct. we're closing it down. Yeah, and then. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't necessarily a court. It was the state of Illinois, and their well, the appeals court. It's not necessarily a court sure, court, sure. but it's the you know, it's a, it's a sad Springfield bullshit. Yeah, it's a know? sad thing because now, uh, since there's less of these facilities, 
a lot of these uh, folks with mental illnesses or severe mental illnesses end up getting thrown in jails and right. they don't get the proper help. That or they're, they're just well, straight up homeless well, downtown. That's why our jails are, are overcrowded because a lot of them should be probably my, uh, in a mental institution my, my or something like that. But, you know, they're, they're, they're overcrowded there and, and homelessness, like you mentioned. Yeah. Right. My, my sister-in-law is actually, uh, she's a corrections officer, 26th of California. Okay. And I'm sorry. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's a tough job. Right, man. right. And Jesus. she, that was, I, I don't know if she still does it now, but that was her department, was the mental ward. I'm going to do that in air quotes. Yeah. yeah. It was because they pretty much eliminated most of the mental facilities in Illinois because they wanted it to be uh, outpatient type scenario. Right. So if you're fucking losing your shit, you're not working a job. You're not going to be able to afford that. So you just do shit to get you arrested and you get put through the system. And then it becomes this revolving door well, over and over. They have to take care of them. Yeah. They yeah. got three right. meals a day and a place to live. I mean, yeah. for the time being and too, I mean, but a lot, it's, a but, lot. But the, none of those people are trained to handle. Well, no, that's like. They'll when, have maybe one head doctor that has like actual, like a degree in, you know, that psychiatric type help. Sure. But, but like, like Stroger, but I Cook County, Ho- Boys, Cook I got a Hospital, question, though. They'll medicate you, get you somewhat yeah. right, and then right. put you back on the street. Right. I, I got a question a about, about this mental institution. Sure. Mental institution. institution sorry. Yeah. Keep drinking is, that bourbon. <laughs> is that this <laughs> This was around since 1958, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it opened in 1958. And it correct. ended in 2012. Yeah, correct. And in that time period, how many people exactly are you saying have been missing, gone elude, gone? Uh, I FOIA'd that information. I don't have that. I, I FOIA'd it because of this other information I yeah, found yeah, yeah. out about Mr. Couch and his disappearance. Um, and again, that, I'm focusing that on the next documentary because that seems to be more in line with what that documentary is about. This documentary, to reel it back kind of in, is it's more about uh, all these kids being out there. Right. And uh, the police and the military use this facility for training. And the state has known for a very long time that this facility has been contaminated. Back in 1991 was the first time they removed this uh, asbestos. They moved, removed some tanks, some lust tanks, and some other things. And that was just just some small work that they did. 91, 94, they kind of did that. And um, that's when the rumors of it first maybe possibly being shut down, but they got past all that. Um, we discovered documentation that in 2011, before it closed down, 2010, um, that the state of Illinois knew that there was lead, there's mercury, there's asbestos, and several other contaminants on this property, and they still allowed That's all what, these children yeah, and police and military what, to go out on this property. Is that what made you start getting into it? Because yeah. you said you yeah. were, your kids are out there playing softball. They yeah. had kids out there, and so then after these, well, how did you find that out? And that's why you started diving a little bit deeper into this. <laughs> yeah, I, I did uh, some research, and I, I ended up with a piece of FOIA information. Okay. From the state of Illinois, that probably they wanted to redact or maybe even not send out. Right. And I ended up with that information. And what was it? I, well, that's going to oh, be yeah, in the tech. Yeah. Right, 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 right. right. Pay, yeah. pay, pay your fucking yeah. toll, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would love to just yeah. spill that all out right now. But I mean, yeah, no. Because there's but a lot of people that could use that information right now politically. And I'm trying not to make this a documentary about politics at all. I'm staying neutral. Just the site. You're trying to get yeah. what's going on at the site. This is there. for me. It's, it's, it's for an advocacy community. for the community of yeah. Tinley yeah. Park to clean it up. It's an eyesore. It's a danger. Um, there's kids that constantly go out there. I uncovered a security issue out there. And because of this certain security issue that I 
figured out because of my filming on the property and so forth. Um, Tinley Park has now put a hard, I'm not Tinley Park, excuse me. This has nothing to do with Tinley Park. It's a state-owned property, so I didn't want to clear that up because okay. I don't want to cast any versions on Tinley because they've been great. Um, this is a state-owned property, and it's ran by uh, CMS Central Management Services in Springfield in Chicago. And uh, they, since, since my uh, knowledge of the security breach, what I did is I couldn't, in good faith, just put that into my film as another chapter. Yeah. I went to the village of Tinley Park and spoke in front of the village and told them about the security issue. After that, the Central Management Service put a hard lockdown on the facility. That means no police training, no military training, no nothing. Nobody can go on the property good. anymore, which is good. And that's what it was a first step for me to get right. people off that property because it's acknowledgement. Dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't. Want so to what? Be there. What was the finding? So you knew about the stuff in the '90s, and then having your it's kids nice, out there yeah. playing softball and all that. What was, like I said, what was the tipping? What made you, what what spurred your interest really to start even doing your research for this documentary and all that? For you to be like, this is raising this an is alarm that I need to. Put, share with everyone right well that you decided to put your time into i, I think that uh i've seen a lot of people in tinley park not a lot there's handful maybe 10 or so people you know in that realm that have uh politically complained about the property okay and they've made awareness to it and they've done a great job of bringing awareness to the I, the fact that there's this everybody knew there was asbestos i mean right. it's an old building it's old building but it's the other chemicals it's everything else that the was mercury out there. and whatnot so and then what they were trying to do was is get this information out there for political gain right because okay. they had friends and this guy's doing they wanted this, this and person i want to do this, this for you guys and, yeah. yeah and they were doing it for this party so this party looks good and everything else. Right. and i get that and that's that's just the way the world yeah, works it's the name of the game Again, the documentary staying neutral politically. So I and and God bless their hearts because they weren't getting anywhere. Nobody's really paying attention to the fact that it's a dangerous situation. It's it's a health concern, and uh, that's the reason why is because I've seen a lot of people struggling with this, and they're struggling with it politically. And my thing is, is we need to get this cleaned up for the better good of the people, and not not yeah. not, not a political. My uh, right. so, my my question is with like the mercury and the lead. Was there was there like uh illegal dumping going on back there or like do you do you uh, know where both. those sources were coming from okay from the facility itself and uh from uh dumping as well yeah there's uh an estimated 3.2 million dollars worth of copper was stolen off the property damn uh the the yeah. the tunnels filled up with water at one point supposedly uh someone pumped that water out and that has asbestos and everything else went into the creeks and out of the property um, there is, uh, you know, Tetra Tech is the company in 2014 that did the original report that found a lot of these contaminants on the soil yeah. and cans and, you know. Well, uh, and the scary thing about the old asbestos is, is once you touch it, it, it goes airborne. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, and again, I mean, I don't know how I'm not an expert on that stuff. So I don't know how, you know, because there's helicopters flying over that facility for training and yeah. they stirring something up. Who knows? Yeah. Because back, back then the windows and were all busted out from kids and yeah. Yeah. all this stuff was exposed into the wind sure. and a good storm comes by. Who knows where it's going into right. the and watershed? It, you know, is is, it, is this stuff leaching into the ground? And the homes just sure it is. the homes just east of there. There's some homes I believe that are still uh, well water just east oh, of the property wow. on your side of Harlem. So and I don't that's, that's going through the groundwater. Yeah, that's right. going that, that See, could could be. I don't know if that's right. leached over. Right, that right. Still. right. There's the potential. Right, sure. absolutely. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. Say it so, might not now, but. 
two years down the road, it might get into the fucking groundwater of the well. Okay, so after... This has already been eight years. I'm saying, but like you never know. Yeah, and this has been open now 62 years. Right. How long has this stuff been leaching for 62 years? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. And if it's got its own power plant, like PCB oils... It's its own, yeah. yeah. Like PCB oils leak, man. That's like crazy cancer. I have the original building... and the water treatment after the you know the uh, toilets and everything were flush and everything else and they went through their small little water plant that stuff was put out into a creek right on the property oh, oh wow God. so that's i know leached Fantastic. in the ground and, and going out there so uh and we touch again on that on the film and it's I mean that's just the way it was and that's how they sure. built yeah stuff, back then yeah know? for sure everything yeah uh, i mean it's been a great distress for the people at tinley park for all these years the costs have been the costs i do touch on in my film that that, that has happened at Tinley Park over the years is, is monumental. I mean, the well, figures even, I've come up with are just insane. Yeah. Well, even for this one article that you sent me when it said about yeah. the, 11 de- the 11 dead yeah. for that in that short time span, it yeah. says the last spring, and I don't know exactly. Okay, so you got a date on here. This is from 07. Right. And it says, just alone in this article, that last spring the feds withdrew $265 million in annual operations funds for the center and then later in this article it says that um, Illinois operates nine centers around the state 27,000 people with development disabilities and let alone it has cost taxpayers anywhere from 133,000 to 163,000 dollars a year to provide for each person in this institute so that's for each person in the institute and that's just one or two I mean now you're talking at one time there was 13 institutions yeah and it says too the average cost in community setting falls closer to 50,000 yeah, you know that that's just something crazy. So then after, because you got to average that out. Because I'm figuring a lot of some of them, had maybe half of those people that were in these places probably had some kind of insurance. Right. Maybe their families did. Maybe oh, their families right. didn't. So I mean, there, there's an equal out value there. But I mean, the I mean, the taxpayer cost of this place has been tre- tremendous. And I, and I understand there's a need for this in the communities. For, but when know. it's maintained and ran, you know, correctly. Yeah, and, and that place was never ran correctly. Right. Or, it, it just, it no, just no, no, like, so, sadly. So then after you figured out that you want to do this, how long have you been researching and, and working on this project This project alone? Altogether, about six months. About six months? Okay. Yeah. And uh, there's been about three three months of that's been solid, nothing but solid research and interviewing people and, and getting other people involved. So we're right at the point where we're already really ready to kind of launch this and start really getting involved in it you know so i don't know if this matters but in that time frame of 2005 2008 was uh federal budgets for mental institutions cut because i feel well, like this right is this is a state-owned every so right. not, well even state-owned was state-owned cut because well, but i, I mean right you, you then, could get into the argument with little... the recession and all that where they're trying to cut every fucking corner they can yeah, but there's been five mayor. Uh, sorry, five governors since the first talk of this facility closing down until it actually closing down with Governor Quinn. Uh, I think Governor Prince, Pritzker has uh, this guy kind of thrown in his lap, just like the previous sure. rounder and the previous one and the previous, previous one. Illinois yeah, bullshit. Sure. You know, this goes all the way back to Bogovich. There's a problem there where one of the employees was fired uh, with uh, uh, Hezbollah ties you know no uh, shit he was he was working at the facility raising funds for an arabic democratic party and and while he was working at the facility i think he he, and he donated ten thousand five hundred to bogovich's campaign so yeah and and it's just it's just crazy this place is just it was always a place for either stealing dumping 
people are stealing money or, or just money. shady. Sure, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's, it's something it's, you it's could hide. Yeah. Welcome to Illinois. Well, yeah. not only I mean, that, that, that happens yeah. everywhere, it, it's but it's, it's just one of those facilities where nobody's gonna, not going to look a lot into it because it's somebody that's you know it's it's mental illness. So yeah. look, we're doing our part. We got a facility over here, so nobody's going to look into that. Right. And that's where you could hide and do a lot sure. of shady on shit, like outside, he said. Yeah, and the outside, we're right, doing exactly. a good job. Right. See we're what we're doing people. for our community. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, interviewed. We have interviews with uh, some are some former patients, some former past patients. Oh wow! And they can barely, uh, you know, I mean, they're 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 speaking probably at a five, uh, fifth, sixth grade, five, seven year old age level. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're just, you know, Tinley Health Center, House Center, bad. So glad to be out of there. They can, exp they can express it that way. Like broken, broken I, sentences. Yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was hurt. I was beat. And just to, like, t touch what you're talking about, Chris, when, when it was shutting down, did you know, like, the actual numbers that were still there of people? Well, Dave did uh, a little bit of research in this, one of the sheets he's got. It says, at go. its closing, the site housed... 1,900 patients annually, employed 155 state workers, 103 accepted state jobs elsewhere, 44 were laid off, and 8 retired or left on their own. Okay. And then do you know that's how... A, and that was annually, so that's yeah, just... that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, about, I mean, that's, uh, that's the numbers about what I got, because I think I was around so, 1,200 and 800 for the two facilities. Right, right, right. So, so towards yeah. the end, though, uh, a lot of uh, anyone that had drug addiction, alcohol addiction, they were getting sent here. And I think that's kind of what, like, raised problems with the state is, like, all right, this is supposed to be a mental facility, and you're sending us, even though it's a mental disease, like, right. addiction, you know? Like well, I think that, and I think the addiction thing is just really getting so, talked and, about and, now. And I think yeah. they, that's why they kind of pushed it off, because they they started pushing, like, the peop, the patients that were still left over, they were like, like, here, you got to go to this outpatient where yeah. if you have insurance, great. If you're not court-mandated, mandated great but if you're just your your family sent you there you're and you have no insurance you're fucked yeah yeah so yeah. now you're you're on the streets and you're fucking right back to where you were and that's kind of like it actually reminds me of a pretty interesting story i talked to a psychologist that worked there for 40 years and uh yeah he the psychologist was talking about how you were touching touching on the drugs and the alcohol abuse and uh, I mean those kind of situations that probably it's a funny have, show to be talking about it, it shouldn't, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have been there uh, what was kind of funny is uh, he, he talked about how several or many Chicago police officers back when they had paddy wagons they pick up a oh. drunk guy that was being an asshole and they throw him back in the paddy wagon and Chicago cop would drive him all the way out to Tinley Park Dump them on the, the lawn. Cops and would, the cops would just get out of the, the, their work for four hours or five. So they would go out to the facility, drop them off, and then they would do evaluation. And the the, the, the psychiatrist would be like, listen, this guy's just drunk. He doesn't have a mental yeah, right. issue. It's so a you, whack, you waste to, of you taxpayer have, money, man. He's like, you have to take him back. So he's, then they would throw him back in the paddy wagon. And he goes, there's sometimes where you look out the window and you see the paddy wagon pull up about halfway up the block and time the property. Just kick him out. And then they would open up the back yeah. doors and throw the drunk out of the back street and the cops would take back off. Sounds like Chicago to me, man. They were just getting rid of the guy out of the neighborhood because he was a nuisance. Yeah, for sure. Instead of doing all the paperwork, I'm doing a 45-minute drive versus fucking three hours of paperwork for a drunk guy. It was abused. The property was abused in that sense. For sure. Illinois. That's a shame. So. So now, it, like, it's it's been abandoned. It's still abandoned. Correct. What maintenance does the state or Tinley Park have to do on it? And then, like, what if someone goes there and, like, gets hurt? Like, what if a kid goes in that building? Yeah. 
you know, go well, to a window. It says, plus, it says in that in that paper that you sent us, there is a management company. Yeah, that, that's it's called that's Central, CMS. That's CMS, Central okay. Management Services. The, that's what I touched on earlier when, right. when I brought up that security breach. They're the ones. I've been contacted by uh, one of their attorneys uh, probably about four or five times now. Yeah. Uh, and they tried you know, hitting with ask, a cease ask, and desist or no, what? No, they can't do that because they know this is uh, a documentary and uh, I've already got all the information. What had happened with them and how they originally contacted me was uh, right before the first of the, uh, well, this is going back October, November, November, uh, they somebody got a permit to go on the property and what they got what how they got it on the, the permit was is they're going to be photographers and they all the other people that are going to be with them are going to be extras and i went on there and i paid 25 dollars to be a part of this and i went i brought my whole film crew with me and <laughs> they let us film all kinds of stuff out there and this and that but what it was actually what the event actually was was an airsoft tournament so you oh, had two yeah. teams oh, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You had 300 guys going out there shooting. So they basically bullshitted CMS to get the permit. The security guy working there, he knew it. Right. Everybody, there was a little con job that was in it. I heard the guy that did all that stuff because I reported it and made this all public. He was fired or at least moved to another property, and that's when they put the hard lockdown on the situation. Right, okay. She's like, did you pay money when you're on the property? I said, yeah, me and my film crew, we paid $25 for my whole film crew to go out there and do whatever we want. And those guys are probably a little mad at me, and, and so is you know CMS, but we're moving forward. There's nothing going to stop this from happening. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said, it's not really a Pritzker so like, issue, but like, it's, it's many governors and a lot of administrations that have left this place to be abused again. Right. For sure. So, so like Pat, his question mm -hmm. is like, what does happen if somebody goes on that property? Yeah, ba or? Basically, who like maintenance-wise and everything, like who who is supposed to? Well, they maintain that property for a good period of time. Uh, I think maybe a year after it closed, it was still being mowed. It was still being maintained and it still looked decent. Now with everything's, I mean, if you go past it, you it's can see all, it's, oh, it's overgrown. It's, it's overgrown. Yeah. And it's horrible. It kind of you know? brings me up to uh, yeah, the, your a Facebook other thing finding. I saw that you stumbled upon a yeah. uh, World War II memorial not, yeah. not too long ago, right? Uh, it, this is uh, something I, when I was doing my research, it's not a World War II memorial, it's a, it's a veteran's memorial. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, what it is is... I got, it right, I got this paperwork right here. Uh, back in 1996, there was a, a gentleman that worked at the facility. His name was Billy Wilkins. Uh, he was a, a Vietnam veteran, and he wanted some kind of a memorial on that property to uh, kind of uh, show you know, respect for all the, the veterans that had gone through that facility or that were at the facility at that time and just show them a little respect. So they, they, yeah, had, this big, sure. they had this big monument and a plaque out there. And, and they did a dedication. Um, and over the years, the land wasn't really taken care of, even while it was open. I mean, they took care of some of the stuff. The memorial itself kind of went into disrepair. Uh, and it was found by a Boy Scout troop. I think it was 380 from Tinley Park. And they cleaned it all up. They redid the landscaping. And then they redid a, a, a memorial, a dedication memorial. And that was uh, dedicated as Veterans uh, Foreign Wars Day by the former mayor Zabraki. And uh, so they rededicated and made it cleaned up, made it look nice again. Well, the facility closed down in 2011, and basically it got overgrown again. Yeah. And it disappeared. Uh, so many people and kids and everything out there vandalizing and tagging everything. Someone stole the plaque off of this thing. Oh, fuck. Sons yeah, of bitches. It, it's just ridiculous. It's sad. It's sad. So I found yeah, this. Sure. I, it took me a while to go out in the property, and I finally located it, took pictures of it. 
And the first thing I did is I went to the VFW and uh, talking to their commanders and their uh, board, and they've been great. They're really excited about it. I've, I've talked to a local construction company who wants to donate his time to remove. Uh, I've spoken in front of the village of Tinley Park and directly to Mayor Vandenberg about this, and he That's said awesome. anything he can do to help me facilitate and make this happen. Um, the, the memorial is on state property. So it's, it's a matter of getting a permit now after I of shot course. myself in the foot and, and caused <laughs> right. a hard lockdown. Yeah, right, of course. So it's about an eight 9,000-pound granite stone, and uh, 20% of my film is going to be paying for that. It's going to be oh, paying. Oh, nice. I'm, it's I'm going, sure, to, I'm sure it's being... going to be paying for the removal if needed. Uh, it's going to be paying for the plaque, uh, the rededication. And it, even if I get all that donated, 20% of my uh, film is still going to be going towards the VFW, the American Legion. Tinley Wish and also the uh, Tinley Park Historical Society as well. So I'm giving back to the community for this. And, and my whole thing with this, this memorial that I'm spearheading to get it in out of there, it's it's basically to make sure that this memorial is never forgotten about again. Right. I, so. I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, if you get this the wheels moving on the relocation, you got four volunteers. Yeah, whatever you, whatever yeah, you need Thank you, guys. Yeah. I, I mean, we'll do awesome, anything man. to help. Uh, you guys bring the whiskey, man. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> Everybody will just, love that. Just make sure the state of Illinois doesn't no, see I, it. Yeah, I, I'm kidding, but no, I appreciate probably it. probably fucking they, charge us. <laughs> Excuse me. Oddly enough, on that property, uh, on that new 52-acre se- section I was talking about where the police department and the park is at and the new metro and the, and, and the uh, library, there's a new road that goes through. It's called Veterans Parkway, and I spoke with a gentleman who's the uh, Tinley Park uh, when I spoke in front of the village and I let them know that I found this, because they had no idea, the VFW had no, no idea, idea about this memorial. The American Legion had no idea about this. This thing was completely forgotten about. So you raised Nobody, a bunch of eyebrows. Yeah. Just. So, so everybody's just like, every, the troops are rallying behind this and they're really excited about it. For good um, reason, yeah. So there, there's a new road on that 52 section acre. It's called Veterans Parkway. The gentleman I'm working with is the liaison, the veterans liaison. They call him Colonel, but his name is uh, Wiley Roberts. And uh, he said, Chris, I think I have a perfect place if the mayor is up for it, right on Veterans Parkway. Because they're supposed to be getting yeah. a, a tanker, an APC unit. They're, oh, so nice. they're gonna be other, there's going to be other dedications yeah, along the road. So might gonna, as well put them all together. Yeah, they're going to rededicate it and put it right there. So that'll be a big thing. And then when it happens, I'll definitely invite you guys out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely place. help out whatever yeah, you we'll need. to be there for that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's been – it was just one of those extra little surprises that I didn't expect while doing my research. And like I said, I went on the property 25 times. And, uh, you know, I'd never seen it. And then after I found this information through my research, because of the uh, Tinley Park Soci- uh, Historical Society, um, which actually had the actual proclamation, I actually have the actual, you know, proclamation from the mayor that he signed on that day. Oh, shit. So, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a trip. And uh, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be a pretty good thing once we get it all wrapped up. Yeah, and it, it deserves a good home. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, if it's going to be, if it's on a property that's going to ultimately be torn down and probably become a casino. I mean, that's probably the well, most realistic. It, it, took, <laughs> it, it, took, me, it of, took me eight visits to, go, to find the thing. That's what I was going to say a minute ago. It took me about eight visits. So you heard about this. And I, you, I heard about it. i seen the pictures. That's crazy that you pictures. couldn't find it. <laughs> Here's the old dedication pictures here. Oh, all right. Okay. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the rededication. And, I, and I'm and i like, this is the rocket out in the middle of a field. And I had an idea. But it's not it's an like, empty field anymore. It's fucking a, a mini forest. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So I finally found it. And oddly enough, it's only about a... 
maybe 1,500 feet off 100, 183rd Street. No shit. Right oh, in shit. the entrance. You go right in the entrance and it's basically there. right there. It should be like one it of the first just, things you see. Yeah, it, it, and that's how they presented it. Right. But it's so overgrown and nobody's taking care of that property, like going back to what you were saying. Yeah, the management of it. Pat, and, uh, you that's know, crazy. It, it's because no one was taking care of the property. No one was maintaining the property. This got overgrown. And had this property gotten sold, this thing would have probably because there's no plaque on it. Demolished. It, it just got oh, shoved for sure. under. Oh, yeah. sure. Maybe oh, used yeah. as a landscaping rock somewhere yeah. on the yeah. property. Oh, look, look at this nice piece of granite. Somebody's driveway you ornament. Some, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's a shame. So I mean, that's it's sparked. The big, that's awesome. It's sparked a big movement well, for me. Going know? back to the sure. the property and everything like that, and what we're just touching on now about the demolition of it. Uh, now the state was almost in a deal with the gambling. Yeah, the Racino. Uh, the Racino. Were, well, before even that, I mean, they've had a couple offers on the table. Uh, over forty proposals. Yeah, and I know, uh, I know the one with the, the senior, the <laughs> well, senior I, housing I, almost went I'll right. I take that back. I got the information right here in front of me. There were sixty developers that inquired. This is very early, very very early on. This is back in 2010, 11, and twelve. Before when it they even down. closed. Right, when, even when it closed down. So right when it first closed down, the first interest was about sixty developers. Even. I mean, they had investors from anywhere from $100,000 to a couple million that wanted to do something. And they, they brought these proposals up. And this and, that. And, and the problem is, is Mayor Zabraki was a very smart man, and he knew that this property was actually contaminated. He knew, a lot of people knew this, so they knew there was going to be some abatement. At that time, they thought it was only going to be about $3 million to clean up the property, $5 million, until Tetratech came in and said $16 million. And that estimates is probably around twenty-five to thirty million dollars well, to clean up the facility. I mean, one of the recent ones I saw on the news well, that's for the cleanup, was thirteen just to clean taking up down the, the buildings. Uh, that's, that's, add on top of that. Well, that, that's 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 the whole abatement. That's taking down the buildings. That's taking out the tunnels. Everything, everything combined. So there's everything. tunnels here as well, correct? Oh yeah, there's tunnels. Like one point five mil or one point five miles, miles of the it. Tunnels, yeah. yeah, they use them mostly. Holy fuck. Mostly they use them in the wintertime for people walking or uh, delivering food to the different okay. facilities. Oh really? Yeah. So it's so just underground, to, okay. Yeah. So I mean, it is you know Chicago. You get some crazy fucking winters. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's cover ourselves up. <laughs> and that's where most of the copper, a lot of the copper was stolen, was out of those tunnels. Okay. Since they're still to this day, you can walk over there and open up a grate and go down in there. Okay. Really. Yeah, yeah, have, you, have you been down? If you know where to look, if you know where, yeah. <laughs> if you've been, have you been I don't down? recommend you go there. No. Are we going there tonight have, after have you, we drink this whole bottle? Yeah. <laughs> have you been down? Have you been down in any, any of those tunnels? I. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I have. I Just can, wink twice. I can. <laughs> I, this is very nice whiskey. Yeah. Really smooth. Really oaky. Mayor Pingree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can confirm or deny. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's fine. Because you know. So So. Like maybe six months ago, like when you said you really started on this, right? They almost had that deal go through. Yeah. So this, what happened? For the seller for the Why did that get shut down? And then before that, I mean, the the, the price of the property, the state was going to sell it for four point one million dollars. So okay. Back to the state of Illinois, and personally, I think the state of I mean, the state of Illinois was going to sell it to Tinley Park for four point one million dollars. Um, and Should they have. said, and Zabraki was ahead of the game. He wanted to get all these developers in there and try to figure this all out. And uh, what he did is he had some assessments of the property and what could go there and had all these developers kind of come in and, you know, and then the new mayor, he had another uh, group of people come in and say, here's my designs and everything else. Uh, but there's no one developer that has come onto the property uh, and, except for one man and uh, that to take over the whole property. And his name is Rick Heidner. I interviewed him. 
Uh, he owns uh, Gold Rush Gaming. Right. And uh, really wonderful man. I, I interviewed him for an hour for this film. And, uh, you know, I think he's been treated horribly unfair. Um, I don't think that what some of the media outlets have reported on him is fair or truthful. From my research, I haven't been able to connect him. Because it's real, it's real it's, vague. It's sketchy. And, it just... and there's a reason why, and I personally can't say why here. Sure. And it's political. Um, but, you know, uh, Mr. Heidner was willing to put up, you know, uh, upwards of $180 million plus, upwards of over $200 million just to get this facility. He was going to take on all the abatement himself. That's right. what I was going to ask. He was going to pay for all that, and then he was going to put in a racino. Uh, you know, he was part of original uh, uh, development with another gentleman that owns the uh, – the Holiday Inn, okay, um, you know, and then that couldn't pan out. So he was going to take it on himself and put a hotel. He was going to create thousands and thousands of jobs and unbelievable revenue. And he was going to take on all that abatement himself. Right, he was going to he was going to do the cleanup. He was yeah. going to do. Yeah. So what year did he initially start talking to the state about this property? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Because I honestly he, he don't was think in, it was that long ago. No, it wasn't. It, it couldn't have been that long ago. I mean... 2014 is probably the earliest. It's because, and I'll say it that far back because there was other developments that I think he had his name on as a, a co-investor. Okay. Did he possibly maybe try again as of the like the recent changes in gambling? Well, in he Illinois? just got he. he, he th just, this this is actually this is just what happening. We're, this is what we're just talking okay. about. Uh, yeah. JB actually fucking kiboshed this. Yes. He, like, oh, this is okay. Like six okay, months okay. ago. In a, in a, in a I didn't very, know if this was the guy. Yeah, I'm opinion, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Pritzker, Governor Pritzker, did it in a very rude way. I think they sent or his people sent maybe like a two sentence letter and said we're we are at this time we're not selling this property to Tinley Park. Yeah. And it was basically because they're accusing Mr. Heidner of having mob Mop ties and mob oh. connections and this and that. And I, but there's no, no, there's no like true proof to no, it. No, there's read really not. Right, right, right. And Very really, vague. from my from my personal uh, research on this, is what had happened is is he had dealt with a banker, and this banker dealt with some other guy that possibly had mob ties, and right. that banker had mob ties. But Mr. Heidner had no idea, right. no knowledge of it. And it was just unfairly done. They were trying to take his uh, gaming license away just recently, and oh, sure. uh, you know. And this is after he had already got the uh, the, the, the game the gaming license for. I'm mean, sorry, the track license. The what do yeah, you call racing, the horse? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, the horse race. So uh, you know, I mean, and that's a dying industry. And he was going to single handedly help bring that back. Well, I, I and, and that's just a lot of jobs and a lot of revenue yeah, right there. I mean, Belmoro yeah, for sure. before Belmoro closed, I loved going down there for the, yeah. the harness racing. It was a great place. But I it was love just, Belmore. I, it was just a bad it. spot. Yeah, it was just so a horrible. Yeah, it was it's, just a yeah, horrible spot. A horrible spot. And this one would have been bad because you could get 57, 80, you could hit two ninety four. Yeah, but can you imagine the summertime? No, that's what I'm saying. Summertime, you got a you got a concert. You got the hotels. Right. We're talking about a great weekend. Right. You yeah, could build. You, you could build this whole strip here. Yeah. yeah and have with a casino. A whole weekend. A casino. Restaurants there already. Hotel already. But dudes, I lived right by Hawthorne, and it was dead when 2010 to 2018, 19, What was over dead. there? Well, Hawthorne was, uh, was in harness. No, I mean, I mean, you can't gamble there, but like horse racing is dead. Just like boxing, it's dead. It's a dead well, but it's, it's But it, it depends. If you have, if you have other stuff the, around it that's going to bring I other stuff in, right. people are yes. going to go. I'm it's gonna, the marketing that I'm you could. I'm going to disagree with you that it's not dead because it's dead in certain areas that used to be big. Now, if you go up to Arlington, it still does really well. Uh, in other cities, it does real well. You got to understand Hawthorne 
Where's that Hawthorne at Cicero. now in this area? Now, yeah, Cicero's kind well, of that's what we were talking about. Balmero yeah. uh, is has always been nice, but it was way out in the middle the, of nowhere. It, right, you and got farmland all they were, around. They were only licensed to do um, what do you call it? The uh, with the horse, the carriage, the, the harness, the yeah, harness races. Right, 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 right. Uh, they weren't. They didn't have thoroughbred, and the thoroughbred really does bring. It's hard to get the license. You want to bring big names. We touched on that. You know, one of the last episodes is just like he said. There was a lot of different ethnicities that moved into that neighborhood, yeah. and a lot of them weren't into racing like the, the previous people that lived yeah. there. So that's probably why Pete, you know, Pete said that it died off by him. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a lot of people that were interested in it just because in that neighborhood it wasn't. You know yeah. what I mean? I, like, well, this like, is why I think Mr. Heidner's idea was was it was genius. I think it was awesome. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, I mean, like, there's there was some opposition in Tinley Park. There's there's of there, course gambling uh, always will have that. <laughs> the thing is, is that. Uh, Casinos are big right now, so is gambling. Are you going to any bar right now? You can go throw a couple of dollars right in the slot machine. Yeah. Yeah. But what he was doing is, you get people to go to the casino. You're right next to the racetrack. Let's go walk 150 feet. Let's see what the ponies are doing. Right, exactly. I'm not doing good on this craps table. Well, that's exactly, Let's walk that's, over there and put a couple yeah, dollars that's on exactly what you know, Joe Blow on the number five yeah. race. And, and now he's slowly building I up that. that was a he's huge, slowly building up that horse yeah. industry right there. Where Hawthorne didn't have the right. It was just the one thing. Yeah. You went, to, it, that, that's you what went I, there. You spend two hours and you leave. That's what I'm talking about. What? what but, it would have been a great marketing thing just because people that aren't used to it but like to go gambling. Hawthorne's and like, coming here. back, though. Well, no, I'm just saying if you had this all on one property. Yeah. So, like, it, a lot of people go gamble. All right, we're, we're gambling. Hey, there's a horse track hey, over we, here. Let's we, go check that out. Sure. And then they go from gambling, and then they go to the horse track, and then, you know, that might be spur some interest in people that never had it before. We, we could use a, a, a quick baseball re- reference on this right now. It's North side baseball. versus south side. It's not baseball. Right? The south side, you go to the game. Go Sox. And what do you do? You, you go home. Cubs. There's two, three bars there. You can right. go. You leave a fucking Cubs game. You got it's like a college town. You got and not only that doors man. are they slide open for yes. everybody to like climb in. And the the train so, lets you off right there. So there's attractions outside of, of the, the game. park itself. Yes, yes absolutely. So like you know, like the, I'm, the I'm done that, with the track. Let's go to right. the fucking restaurant yeah, like bar that's across the, the street. The I believe there's the, a lot of stuff to do in Comiskey Park and Bridgeport. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey, no, hey. It is. Hey, it's just, there, listen, he's a, but no, there is like, I'm, so I'm, sorry, I'm trying to defend my turf. No, 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 no me, listen, too, me too, me too, me too. Me and Pat are, I got, me, I got what you're saying. I'm me and Pat are Cubs fans, but we, we go to more Sox games than anything. We live in a South Side. Our family's from South Side. You know that the, they made the Sox, Sox have better parking. The Sox are more accessible. There's other stuff that you could do there, but it's far as like the whole and especially it's the, more family the, the, yeah the Ricketts have done you know you could crazy do job 20 with different stuff. things they have done a and it comes game they, they've done a lot of stuff outside and not, admit, not only that job. like the trains there there's plenty of bars to go to I remember we went to a Sox game we had to walk a half mile or a mile yeah just we, to get to a we bar. walked yeah. half mile to get you to know, the next bar yeah I've been regularly plenty and I think what the Ricketts have done with that is, is yeah it's pretty awesome they want to make their own little town which is but they won't fuck over money for us we have no bullpen <laughs> All right, I apologize. I'm bringing up baseball. Yeah. So, <laughs> way to go, but Dave. anyway, let's way go back. We went so off track. Yeah, yeah. You know, to the Tinley you know, House. Hey, so Dave, uh, with, Dave with his. This is a this is a little off topic, but let me just say this every episode. I like using analogies, man. Yeah. You know, like there's a good nice. fucking cross reference here. <laughs> Jesus I, uh, Christ, I'm going to take a piss. This computer's going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris, so, so I think I think Heidner's idea was great because I, I met, like I said, I met with him. Uh, we interviewed him for an hour and he met with him and he genuinely, genuinely was a really terrific man. And you know, he was hurt by all this because he's, he's, he loves his family and he's more 
torn apart that how his family's been treated because yeah, of all putting this. Putting different spotlight. Yeah, and than, it is, yeah. His idea was not only genius, it was very generous, but uh, there was ho- there's a hotel in that the facility there's 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 shopping there was there were so many it other builds things. the whole area Th- there was yeah. a uh, top golf that he included right. in oh this. that would have been oh yeah, that yeah. Nice. Oh, right. he, that, he, you, you had me at top golf <laughs> yeah for, definitely that's what i told him i said you had me at top for golf. sure for yeah. sure for sure yeah you know? But uh, because there's there nowhere a, near, at least for us. But the, the, no, we got to go to Wooddale. But he incorporated parks and he incorporated all these really wonderful, nice things in his plans. Yeah. And this just completely wiped the hand of Pritzker and, and the state of Illinois, saying, you know, the state of Illinois could have just pushed us across the table and said, we're done. Right. And, well, yeah, exactly. And, and what away from what, it and, what reason and, are they holding on to it for? So I, I, I believe it's, uh, in my personal opinion, without getting. Right, yeah. Uh, Too much into uh, it. We end up getting suicided down the line. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there are some political things there and maybe some uh, machine politics in the state of Illinois that maybe wanted to take a little bit more For of a bite than that sure. property right. that, uh, that, that other people didn't necessarily want to okay. pay. Okay. And, uh, and they didn't want to pay to play. Okay. And that's sadly the environment in Illinois, Chicago, and maybe even Springfield. For decades. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't say that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let but me uh, turn this off and delete, said, and we'll yeah, start yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But, Chris, so now, take two. <laughs> right now it's kind of like in limbo, the yeah. whole property. Yeah. Do you know anything that's still in the works for it, or do you know anything Any big, that's possible? I, I, do, I do know that Mr. Heidner is a very wonderful, forgiving man, and I believe that... He's still willing. To, he didn't let go. He didn't let go. No. I, I still believe he's still willing to do what he's. And don't get me wrong. He's a businessman. He's sure. In, he's in this for Listen, some money. And like you yeah. said but that too. He's, he's going to make a shit ton of money if that gets on there. But his ultimate goal. I mean, the jobs he created, the revenue that would be oh, there. The economy will go up. And the horse track, oh, the, the horse South track uh, help in the in the horse track industry. Just the jobs in that alone too. It's just tremendous. So I, I think there's still maybe a possibility out there for that. I hope um, so. I hope so. Doing what Springfield did was a very bad mistake, I believe, on a lot of levels. There was a lot of opposition. Not a lot, but there's, you know, you get, with anything, there's right. a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, I'm on Tinley Park Facebook groups, and when when that Racino got brought up, there was half comments are like, sure. no way, not in our town, because this is going to bring in riffraff, and this is going to bring in this and that. Yeah. But do you realize how low your taxes are going to go right. because of right. this? But then in this next post, these same people are bitching about how high their taxes are. Right, right. And it's like, come on. It's, I mean, yeah. let's be real here. What right. do you want? I mean, you is it going to bring in a certain... You can't have your cake and eat it, yeah, too. Is there going to be a certain amount of riffraff? Sure. I mean, any sports stadium and everything else. That I mean, this facility sure. at one time was... Uh, was noted for a possible location for the Bear Stadium for White Sox Park when they rebuilt it. Oh no shit! Oh yeah, there was a few locations for that. Yeah, yeah. Schaumburg was right. one. It was one of the yeah. mentioned things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the great thing so, about the location itself for quote unquote riffraff, yeah, it's kind of secluded. Right. So where it's, are they? Where are they gonna go? Yeah, it's right by the. I mean, they're not gonna go to neighborhoods. I wouldn't say it's secluded. It's a little secluded. You could make it secluded by how you create the entrances to the property. But my thing was, is it's right off I eighty. You have a train that pulls up right next to the facility. Right. It's very accessible. This would have brought in a lot of revenue. Millions. I mean, people from Millions. Chicago could have hopped on a train and got off the train and literally walked to this racino. Yeah. I love it because, I, I mean. Right there. 
Dude, all summertime, we, the, the, the concerts you can bike and ride. stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can walk there, dude, yeah. from my house. And, I mean, that's one thing we enjoy doing. Sorry, like, our, our wives, we all like we like going to shows yeah. and shit like that. We and like we, keeping we, it close. You we know? like, like not only that, but we like going to the casinos every sure. once in a while. If I could find a casino that was that close, oh, shit, nice. dude, you know sure. what I mean? oh, absolutely. No, I, I'm with you on that. I like to gamble. and I like to throw a couple dollars in the ponies here and there. But the shows is the best part. The shows, the ponies, and talk about Top Golf. There's nothing around here. Uh, like, well, for my bachelor party, we all went out to the one in Wooddale, and we all got, you know, drank a lot, got hammered, and then we had to find hotels out there because there was nothing close. Right. So, I mean, if, if you had something like that in the neighborhood <laughs> where you could go golfing, gambling, have a hotel there, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, even for us, a closer, we wouldn't need the hotel, but people that come a little further away, it would be great for them to have somewhere to stay. And then the, the best part about that, I mean – Yes, the guy is saying he's going to put all his money into it. He's going to make a lot of money out of it, but at least he's willing to, you know, say that he's going to do it. Yeah, but, like, if you do the park and, like, fix up the fields and everything, you know, and actually make a spot for Tinley to, like, you know, you know, be a part of. Yeah. I get it. There's a racino and a, a casino there and everything. But the parks, you know, right now the fields uh, – I read something, Chris, about the fields that they have. Uh, it was an old, um, like, garbage dump, possibly. Yeah, landfill. Landfill. Well, I mean, once it closed, the uh, state allowed. Uh, well, I read something on that certain, too. A certain amount of dumping, but it, a lot of it was. Uh, uh, they just redid Harlem Avenue. Okay. And I heard re- some of it was flooding. Harlem Avenue, oh, so, so they, they took some of the asphalt and everything else. Right, right, right. So the dumping that was out there, uh, I think, got a little bit overblown. Okay. I, I don't want to uh, cast that aspersion on the property because uh, it's already bad enough as it is but i think since it was a state-owned property they would do a state project maybe i-80 or harlem avenue they would, oh, they would so resurface like, and it was just asphalt top i got or just, so i read an you know, article too where it was there's a couple of low spots out there and it would flood a lot so that's part of the reason why they landfilled in certain spots yeah. so it could have run so off I, in different i took it as like areas. a garbage well there's there yeah. is, there is uh, well, the way i read it it was that yeah. too there was a nature preserve out there wildlife there was a certain section side to side you gotta understand all of tinley park that whole this whole area uh oak forest included here but uh that whole tinley park area is all swampland it was originally swampland okay and it, it took you know in, until probably you know the late 1800s or middle 1800s to start actually doing something with this grant ground you know uh it's very saturated but oh yeah uh, my, my yard floods every time it yeah, fucking rains. so i mean <laughs> that, that area that they they when they built it they did actually save some areas in there for retention they saved some of it for what they the retention ended up being wildlife preserve areas right, okay. okay where they had walks for the uh patients can go out there and have a nice leisurely walk and yeah so i mean uh what it is now, they're flooding the, the tunnels and everything else are flooding. I think once they close the facility, they closed the uh, all the pumps. They sure. closed all the uh, you know the water uh, facility treatment center and everything else. So that stuff backs up. Sure. You know. So again, I don't know well, what's the extent of, of some sort yeah. too. <laughs> I don't know what the extent of that uh, leaching and. That's yeah. going into the property, but it can't be good. No, it's just, then, even that it's new, not. It's not a positive thing. No, no definitely not. And even that new report that we we just the evaluation report that we got. Um, it says that there, there are some areas where uh, when the, they went in and inspected the stuff that there was only one guy that went in all these. He had buildings a mask. Yeah, because he in, was yeah. the only one. And then the second day that they came back, he wasn't there. 
So some of these buildings they didn't even go into. So you're talking fifty percent ish. Let me let like me cut off from the. Let me explain this. In the report you're holding there, right there, just recently happened. Yeah. Uh, I was published. informed on the day, and I'm not going to say who or why or how I got the information that I knew that the EPA was going to be out on that facility. So I ended up meandering my camera crew back out out there, and uh, what they brought on the two days they were there to inspect that property was probably enough equipment maybe to inspect three acres oh. you're talking yeah. 280 acres here yeah, uh no they, they well here's the thing it sounded like it's, four people to start with it's the no, illinois it's, like, yeah, it's the like illinois six. epa yeah they don't they, want to tell on they're themselves. not going the, exactly right they're not going to shoot themselves in violations the against themselves they're not going to say oh listen to this everybody we are responsible and this is way worse than you would think and we are responsible <laughs> and it, they're just like not they going to do that did, it, in that report it doesn't say that they took any ground samples because well, I, I like it pictures, right. pictures of snow and, and, all any visual. Pictures, it and says, they're saying because it's frozen ground come right. on it was frozen well, so, there, there's no frost there was a there was an inch of three inches tops there were no there was an inch of dusting so they didn't take any pictures and i know i know the person who initiated this epa thing and it's a person who's advocated wonderful things for trying to get this facility cleaned up i have nothing bad to say about this person uh but it's just ill timing and there's nothing new right. there's nothing right. new in that report that isn't in this uh report that i have here. the pile of paper you have yeah. yes yeah. here that that's the uh that's a touch if you go to the very very this last is the page tetra tech one go to the very last page there you'll see the tetra tech estimate estimizations for the cleanup and Actually, actually, it's a less printed page, I gotcha. not the maps. So, I gotcha. so basically, so, and read off, and I want him to read off what what the abatement's going to be and what's included in these abatements. Read this list from top to bottom, right there. Go ahead. Okay, so it says demolition is going to be over nine million dollars. Asbestos, uh, asbestos abatement, almost five million dollars. Well, okay, you want to go through the dates? Just, just go down the list of these right okay, here. Okay, so it because, says because these these numbers are going to change from right. year to year. Okay, so, so it says Tetra Tech dis, uh, proposal demolition, asbestos abatement, state-owned transformer removal, soccer field area, powerhouse debris, uh, mercury containment, soil removal, lime, uh, lime sludge pit, UST removal, lead and soil, oil and soil. AST removal and throughout the year. So they're, I mean, like you said, it's going to get more, but they're for 2014 was 10 million. All the way up to now. 2015 was yeah. 11. 2016 was almost 13. 2017, 14 million. So, 2018, and, 15 million. And no million, disrespect and now to, and no, no disrespect to Toucher Tech, but Toucher Tech, when you hire a company, um, they're going to give you a conservative well, number. They, 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 it's, not that it's conservative. I believe they're not exactly the top tier company to go out and do this kind of soils. So I, I believe I believe that estimate right now, and I think last year it, it was $16 million, so 2019. Yeah, 16.5. I believe that real estimate to be about 25 to $30, $30 million okay. to clean this. Just okay. abatement That's, cleaning. Okay, so yeah. you're, you're saying that number, right? Yeah. And... I, believe, I, re I, I recently got higher. you know my uh, tax papers for living in Cook County mm -hmm. and owning a home. I'm paying twenty five into the twenty five billion dollar pension fund that Cook County year after year increases by three percent for these people that retired. Fucking what was it? Seven years, eight years now. Yeah. 
So as long as you retired before a certain point, you get a constant three percent increase. But that's not on those people that retired. I mean, no, promises. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I, I, right, right. I, right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bashing that at yeah. all. What I'm saying is, I'm okay with paying say twenty five dollars per fucking resident of Cook County to just take this fucking place down. It's it's not that it, well, we're he, talking billions in the comparison to millions. Chris like, just talked about the guy that he said he was going to pay for. It. I was just yeah, about to, was gonna pay for I, I was just yeah. about to say I think that was a pee break of mine again. Uh, yeah. You know, no, no matter how long I wait, well, I still uh, catch it. I'll actually <laughs> I'm actually I'll actually reiterate my point. Tell you what this talked about when you get back. We'll yeah. Give you a synopsis. Yeah, actually, can we pause it next time and be like, "All right, so <laughs> I'll actually reiterate my point here is now, Mr. Heidner looks like a man with a cape on, doesn't he? Because Mr. Heidner uh, was going to put all of his money up to clean the whole entire yeah. property, purchase the property, clean it all up with the good graces of Tinley Park. And Tinley Park wanted to say so in this property. They wanted the last say so. Uh, and there was also a law passed back in 2004. 14, uh, not a law. I, I have it here somewhere. And then my regulation or whatnot. Well, amendment. no, there was a law passed in the state of Illinois that basically in this situation, uh, a little less or a little more than half of the profits from the sale of that property would go back to Tinley Park. Oh. So uh, in the initial purchase, let's say it was the Tinley Park purchased it for $4.1 million. They turn around and say, okay, Mr. Heidner, we want to sell it to you for $5 million, whatever. Uh, he buys it for $5 million. Now Mr. Heidner puts in his own $30 million just to clean the place, just to get it graded down, knock it down, get it safe. And then he builds up his $280 million facility, and it's done and it's over with. And we have it cleaned up. It's not an eyesore. The state of Illinois, the Tinley Park, Cook County, Everybody's they're all getting hands are cleaned. All these jobs are gone, <laughs> and now there's not a problem, and I wouldn't be doing this documentary. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'd be out of a job. But why are we here, though? Why are we here, though, and why is it not getting done like that? Uh, because Mr. Uh, Pritz, Mr. Pritzker felt that these uh, reports on Mr. Heidner was substantiated, which they weren't, in my opinion. In my research, they were not. And they turned down the sale of the property to but Tinley just Park. just like he said, too. Because that's thinks, what Tinley Park wanted to do. There's a little deeper. Maybe somebody else has got ideas for it. But it, sure, like, there's always Chris, a hand in a pocket somewhere. But like Chris said, you, eight, and you, you could go on, empty. Yeah, yeah, and you could go online and read what he's talking about, yes. about the, 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 the two-sentence like reason that they gave him yeah it's all on there and basically what they were saying is that he was working with someone with and he was involved in like money laundering with a bank and money was coming through and this guy was trying to help there that. was like right. a link but to a link to there's a link no that possibly there's had. no way right to like truly prove it there's right. a, it's uh, all just here, a speculation hearsay. there's yeah. a gentleman that's in trouble right now and you've probably seen him on the news just recently his name is sandoval mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So he, he's in he's uh, in deep he's in deep shit. He just got yeah. busted big time. Yeah. Like so there six was days ago. there was uh, somehow uh, somebody threw Mr. Heidner's name into that in a so way uh, early yeah. on yeah, before yeah. this guy ever got in any trouble, and that turned out to be unsubstantiated. And then when that didn't work, uh, they threw this bank situation where this particular bank owner, whether or not he had mob or knob ties, and I don't know it's. Yeah. I've never seen any proof of it. They're saying this bank owner, this bank president had mob ties, and Mr. Heidner did business with this this bank. And, and that's what they're saying is the connection. And to me, thank you. 
this, sure. this connection this is what we're here for this is this is uh is as bad as uh you know uh you want to reference the impeachment i mean just like let, let's we're just pointing fingers and saying this is what he did and no 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 but we don't have any actual physical proof and what it did is it it tore down a, a good a very wealthy man but he has a family too and he has concerns and he's and he's really concerned and he really really wanted to do this project and yeah. I, I, I listen i'm from the south side of chicago i can tell a bullshitter you know when sure. you walk up we on all you, can we all can right. I mean, just the way we're born and raised right I, I spent an hour with this man over an hour and at no point of me interviewing him and i'm not just saying this for the documentary because what i use for the documentary probably isn't going to help him or hurt him but at no point during the time I met him and had my discussions and interviewed him did I ever feel like, oh man, this this guy's just full of shit. Yeah. There, there, there wouldn't even look a small instance of it where I could just point out and tell you guys, like, hey, at this one point he just sounded a little weird. Started losing his yeah. fucking like, yeah. topics. And, yeah, you know. but it, it wasn't. And, uh, you know, yes, does he want to make money? Is he an investor? Is he, is he well, a, a businessman? Business right. Man. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. And, and he was legitimately doing this yeah. for a really good cause. He really, really loves the horse racing industry. Yeah. And uh, he really wanted to revitalize that. He loves the gambling industry. He wanted to help that. I mean, the jobs, the, the long-term jobs over the 20, 50 years, that you this bring. man is going to be long gone and in the ground. And the jobs that be, he has created, yeah, sure. even with his own businesses now, the jobs that he's created is going to go on long gone, long from now. And, you know, he, I, he, I, he's, I'm a fan of his, uh, but I can't take a side of his politically, and I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to take a side of... Pritzker or anybody else in it's this unnecessary. Yeah. I, I have to report this documentary with unbiased well, yeah, and yeah. with facts. Right. Yeah. I have to have the facts or it just looks hokey as shit. Yeah, like, and your documentary do doesn't hold any water. No, but, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, the research I'm doing, I'm making sure I have the actual articles, the actual figures, the actual it, FOIA it, reports. It sounds like you're doing some pretty good work so far. Like, like uh, from what it, you've dug yeah. up. It's, and my eyes are bleeding, and, man. And, and just you know, <laughs> well, we can't wait I mean, to see you, the end of You guys this. can't yeah. see it, but the, just the files that he brought here. He, he brought a couple Manila files. He's got he's got cutouts for newspapers from as far back as. What we've been talking about, and you know, he, he's got paperwork upon paperwork upon paperwork here. So, uh, here's some, here, I got something really cool here. Since you mentioned this, this is articles from 1949. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so, there you go. And this is when the uh, property was. Uh, That's like the first, original print. Look at this fucking yeah. piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this is really cool. I'll show you two different things here. This is the 1949 Mokina News Bulletin, September 1st, 1949. 350 acres purchased at State Hospital. It goes on to tell how much it was for and who purchased the land. And uh, it's, it's really fascinating to see how this is written out back then. And here, I'll pass that on to you. It's, 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 it's really cool to see what they were doing and how they, how they sold the property to the people at Tinley Park and Cook County. And then here's this resolution that I, I mentioned earlier back in 62. Uh, this is from the village clerk. Whereas in Illinois, the State Department of Illinois Health Department is planning a security unit in Tinley Park for a state hospital, 100 patients. Oh, wow. wow. 100. Yeah. (laughs) Classified as criminally insane. Okay. Really? And this was, it opened in 1958, so this is 1962. Right. So So has they sold this 
to the people of Tinley Park, it was for a geriatric small aging. number. Right. Uh, back right. then, they didn't know what Alzheimer's was, but it was basically Alzheimer's or you know geriatric patients dementia. that started the going losing dementia. of yeah. the mind. Right. So what had happened is, is shortly after they started putting the criminally insane, as they called and, it, and that's why he kind of handed the, this. And this first. is an actual 1962 document. And then, boom. There's an actual 1962 document that shows the people of Tinley Park protesting. This facility because yeah. they were lied to. They yeah. were lied to about this facility. And now we are, here we are in 2020, dealing with a property that's been closed for eight years because yeah. of, of, this place has been open for, it was open for 62 years. And, you know. Is, is there any end in sight, to be yeah, honest? That, that's, yeah. what, that's what my, was my next uh, question, yes. Chris. With your documentary and what's going on now, what would you like to see truly take place yeah. now? Yeah, I... I, I well, I mentioned before that, you know, there's other people in Tinley Park that are advocates to get this thing cleaned up. And I think their intentions are well, but their intentions are also political. And I think once you start doing that, you're, it starts falling on deaf ears of the people at Tinley Park. Yes. yes. So uh, my intention is to make sure that this, you know, documentary gets made, gets shared, gets distribution, gets out there. And um, is a fact based. It's fact based, and so it really hits home with the people at Tinley Park the dangers of the property, the history of the property, and uh, hopefully the people down in Springfield um, kind of wake up to the fact and say, "Listen, you know what? This is going on long enough. Let's yeah. let's get rid of this eyesore. Let's get rid of this dangerous, toxic property for the people of Tinley Park and for the people in the surrounding areas, and, and let's make this into a viable, well, a, that- viable, viable." Uh, piece for the uh, well, well that's the cool part about your documentary because you know if this gets out there and like you said it's fact-based it's unbiased it's not on either side of the aisle whereas you know people right. can start start contacting the senators can start talk, contacting the governor sending emails and just like you get con- your constituents sending right. you if stuff the, if the, that's if when shit happens enough. right yeah, they, yeah. that's when shit well, happens. your local politics is what yeah the, right. I mean, senator yeah. senator hastings have been involved with this for several years and uh, whether or not he's politically connected uh, to one one reason or another, or he wants something built there than the other, I think he I think he genuinely wants something done right for the community. Um, he's been very standoffish with me. He refused to interview with me and refused to help me get a permit that I I, I asked his help to help me get on the property for some things, and he just he didn't. Yeah, he didn't really he didn't really reach out the way I wanted him to reach out. So I'm reaching out to other people in Springfield. Um, so, I, but I think that this documentary needs to be made for uh, a non political reason, where people are ain't gonna fall on deaf ears, where people can say, okay, well, this is real. This isn't politically motivated. This isn't motivated for uh, the racino, which I, I honestly don't care. But one way or Another about Put the Racino. I'm, I'm that not, was my I'm not, question. I'm not pro Racino, and I'm not against the Racino. I'm about pro clean this place up. Okay. Yeah, because that like, was my it, question. It, yeah. But like going back to the Racino and like what he wanted to do there, that's like a, a complete case of like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Right. Yeah. That's a businessman no, that's, that's going to make a profit and make money, but it's, it's gonna, also going to be awesome for Tinley, it's gonna, awesome for Cook County, yeah. boost the economy yeah. so through and through. Why isn't the state this, because this, that's what he really said. Uh, it's just layers. It's layers. There's layers. If a different guy comes in and who's not shady, quote, end quote, 
are they going to be like, okay, you're you're okay to buy this, yeah. or is it just because this it's, it's, fellow it's, was I mean, shady? I, there's there's a lot of aspects. Well, Mr. Heidner didn't become a. I think almost a bill, almost a billionaire. I don't know what his net worth is. To be honest with you, if you're close enough, he, he, you're a billionaire. He's, not a, he's, <laughs> not, he's definitely not a shady man. Uh, and there's been other people that have come along and wanted to do things, and they're well, like not shady either. Like but you th- said, what was it? Six sixty. I think there is a certain political element in Chicago, Cook County, yes. um, in Illinois that want their beak wet. That would have been sure. that, that want this that piece of surprising. property. This piece of property sits right off I eighty on Harlem yeah. Avenue. It's a prime, prime piece of location. Try stay, baby. Here is the problem, and, and this makes Mr. Heidner's case uh, even beautiful. so much better. But if you walk right across the street from this property, you're in Will County. That right. that same amount of property is worth. You can get it for so much cheaper. Oh, the no, taxes no, would be so much oh, cheaper. For sure. You walk north across the street, and you're on this this uh, but former, former public. Uh, it's Cook County. Right now, yeah. you're dealing with Cook County taxes, Cook County everything. And Mr. Heidner, Heidner was still willing to go and put all this money into it in Cook County, right? Where he could easily have gone. You know, two miles south. There's five acres, and, and it's Will County where there's plenty of property. There's 500 acres for sale, go. right? South of Odyssey Fun Park, right there. There you go. Five hundred acres, right there off of Harlem. Yeah. And, and Double. I've heard. Double. That I've heard someone recently just purchased that. Whether or not that's true or not, I don't have the documentation on that. Um, here's another thing. Uh, there's another casino. If you guys haven't heard about it, over in Matson. Right. And yeah. Right. Got they just no. Well, they just reapproved. It was originally going to be at Harlem and let's say uh, Route 30. Somewhere in that area, but they they wanted to move it more into right, right, a right. lower income area, and they did. And it's the the former. Uh, I used to hang out there when I was a kid. Uh, you know, was it Lincoln Mall? Oh, Lincoln Mall. Yeah, yeah. Route thirty and uh, one of the greatest arcades in the eighties. Oh. <laughs> you, you guys might be too young for that. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, well, that, I, mean, well, I was born in eighty four, uh, so. Uh, well, <laughs> In 84, I was throwing quarters down like Spicoli. <laughs> Slices at Lincoln Mall, and we were having a great time. There you go. I was wearing my parachute pants, and oh, yeah. I, oh, Jesus. See Cavaricis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That, just, that just goes to I'm say. I'm the boomer here, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that just goes to say, like Pat said, you know, you could go this far south, and you could definitely that 500 acres that Odyssey, but yet this guy is still trying to. I mean, obviously, it's a prime piece of landscape. Well, not, not say only that. that, obviously, too, he could go that far. But just like, just like we said, Cook County, it's way more accessible, and definitely, you would probably make more money over here than you would there. But still, yeah. this guy is still offering to take every piece of it. There, there might be another reason why, and I'll give uh, the state of Illinois and Pritzker a benefit of the doubt because of this other casino going up so close. Sure. Um, you're, you're trying to revitalize an area okay. over in Madison. I see what you're, see what you're saying. That well, you're going to put a casino there, and that's going to revitalize that area. It's going to be a lot of jobs over there, which is fantastic, and it's yeah, great. And, and, and that area defi- I, definitely needs it. I mean, I but disagree with that. To put a casino that close uh, in Tinley Park, I mean, you got you got two in Joliet. Okay, I see what you're saying. I mean, you got three in Hammond. You're still going to get. They're all doing their money. They're all. You're still you're still going to get your foot traffic. And from from Lincoln Mall or whatever to over to the the hospital. That's still a Decent, um, yeah. decent yeah. five miles right. yeah. Yeah. from 57. But I, I, I could see what he's saying just because they oh, are without both a doubt. So, so who to... got their beak wet? In right. Ma- in right. That's right. what it comes right. down to. That's what it comes down <laughs> to. Let, let's right. follow the money, everybody. Anybody out there want to shoot me an email? <laughs> let me know. Well, who what's got your email? Yeah. Put it out there. Let them uh, fucking reach out to you. So, Chris, when do you think the documentary will the be like up and ready final, to view? Final uh, product. Well, yeah. I, uh, well we're, we're about halfway done uh, filming. 
Okay. Good. Uh, we've, you know, uh, this is an independent film, so, which means I'm not taking uh, any uh, sponsorship dollars from large corporations in the beginning of it, so I couldn't be influenced. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of companies out there. I've had two or three that wanted to invest in the film, but they also had political connections. Sure. sure. And special interests. And, and unfortunately, not, not being able to take the money when you can see a guy ready to write a check is right. pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> what I did is I started a GoFundMe to, to kind of like have the people of Tinley Park, or we're, the people of the surrounding areas, to kind of help the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe, if you go to GoFundMe, put in 280 acres, 280 acres, and you can see the GoFundMe. Invest. And, if you're uh, in this area, invest. Yes. I mean, well, there's 10, 20 bucks, whatever you, you know, got. Yeah. I mean, we've already got 10000 in. Okay. And uh, that paid for a lot of what we've already done. So I think all we've done with through distribution and everything else and another 40, <clears throat> 40 grand will do it. There's 60,000 people in Tinley park. If everybody donates a dollar, for you know, sure. we're, 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 well then over. And it's going to go and over again, that Oak forest, fucking and, well, Orland. Exactly. You're, and you're, and here's what I'm money. doing with my, uh, with anything that's donated. Uh, I'm still giving 20% the off the, off the donations, stuff. not yeah. off the end product. Right. So let's say uh, I get 40,000 in just for the film I'm gonna have eight to make a film. Is... Uh, eight grand if it's going towards the what, what I claim to donate, right. for. and that's sure. why I'm going to donate for the veterans and yeah. everything else. So that's, I love it. That's, that's still going out there. And um, and if it gets uh, distributed on Netflix or whoever it gets distributed, whoever I make money on that, another that that percentage is going to do there. And if it goes higher than I expect, then I'm going to kick up a higher percentage of it back for as sure. well too. So because I mean it's it's just bigger than what. I am in what it's bigger than do, what yeah. I think what we all thought it was, yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah, it was a, just, like I told you off the air, like it was a story that I heard before I moved out yeah. here and it was kind of pushed in the back burner. Oh, and then, it was far bigger than I, it, when I first started this, it was, it's, this has been far bigger. Cause I mean, I thought asbestos, bad place. Right. Close, right. We, we know clean. that. Yeah. 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 Sure. You know, yeah. And, and now I found, uh, I found, you know, uh, a whole nother documentary about these missing people. Uh, that's crazy. You know, that's uh, a whole other story. That, yeah, that, that documentary is going to be really fun to tackle. We'll, we'll bring you back yeah, for that one. I shouldn't say fun yeah. because there's missing people. Yeah, but no, but, but just, no, just yeah. the history right. and to try yeah, to just figure to get that into out. We yeah, at least bring that story to life that, and the memorial. Bring it to the memorial, the security. I'm, so many things have come out of this, and it's uh, it's enriched a whole lot of uh, things for me. But uh, and, and as a filmmaker, I, I I really enjoy these things because I love history, and I found out a lot of history about my hometown. But I'm also uh, trying to help preserve and uh, clean up a town that I, I love, and I, I want to see. The, I want to see the rest of these generations enjoy whatever gets built there. Yeah, yeah. You know? this and is all like, brand new to me. Somebody who did not know anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't have children like you guys, but like, this is something I I don't know. This is fucked in yeah. a sense. No, for yeah. sure. This should it's not be going crazy. on. This is and something that should be corrected. And when, um, you, you're, and, you're saying the same words that everybody that lives in Tinley Park or anybody that's been in Tinley Park as long as I have mm -hmm. has said it. I mean, anybody in the uh, Tinley Park community, whether they're part of the police, and I've had the, uh, the police, I've had the fire, uh, I've had all kinds of community come to me while I'm doing this and they're like, fuck yeah, this is great because yeah. we are so sick and tired of this. This has been a nice or this has been bad. I mean, even I've met a couple of the elderly people that have dealt with this since it was actually built, and they were just like, 
thank you. Just Let's get this cleaned fact. up. Let's just erase yeah, this history. Just the simple history. fact that this could be making Tinley Park in our area so much money yeah. by building yeah. a casino, could help the shopping help the township mall. Be doesn't prosperous. matter. You could yeah. be building something there. Exactly. To don't have to be casino. Even if it's a whole entire. Park, park. And, you yeah. know. Yeah. Even if Although you know, I, I really, really anything. recommend that there's a top golf there. Yeah, there right. you go, yeah. <laughs> dude. Seriously, 280 acres. Let's build a whole entire golf course. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, yeah, exactly. A lot of well, people don't think, like that. Think about that simple idea. Yeah. Right. Just it's like a golf, course, just a yeah. golf course or like a, a millennial park type thing there. Yes. The go- I don't think a golf course or something like that's going to justify. Right. Sure. The, the, the yeah. You're not going to get there's the a lot of money that this has is, to be for that to well, clean up. And here's, so. and here's the like reason. Like a casino. Here's the reason why. Sure. This is why it's it's probably more of a really Something needs to be a money subject. maker. This yes. is probably the last really big significant piece of land that could be it's redeveloped left. in Tinley Park. Yes. So they really want to get it right. Uh, they want to use it for low-income housing. They also want to use it for elderly housing, maybe even possibly veteran housing. They uh, bring in revenue and all these other things, but it's all going to be a complete package. Um, we just need to get uh, that political element off of it sure. and kick it off the horse and just say, you know what, this needs to be done for the greater good of people and clean up the site because there is this horrible toxicity that's that's that could be or has been. Has been, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, polluting the community, and so what that, it could be. And I've never be... been—I've never been an environmentalist. I'm really not, but uh, you know, I, I understand what this is about, and uh, especially you know, if it's in your backyard. It's, I think what's, that's what's really kind of awoken me to it. It's, it's in my backyard, and I, I need to do something. And like I said, the people have done this before. The people have been bitching about this for long before I have. Right. And uh, but, I, I just think they were going about the wrong way politically, and I think yeah. that the documentary. And wide distribution of a documentary will probably get more of an impact than, yeah, than, than spouting it for a political party. And I think it's great that you're doing a documentary and it's non-biased. That's right. what it needs to be. Yes. It's because yeah, a fact people have, have come before on either side of the aisle, like, this is what we need to do, this is what we need for to sure. do. And then there's been people who've had their fingers in a pot. Yeah. Well, that's the what, same thing. What, right. Yeah, so the whole thing is, is you know, unbiased, here's what it is, here's what's going on. I'll give it to you on a yeah. silver platter, and now you guys got the facts. Figure it the fuck out. I have right. been I've, I have been approached politically with this documentary and said, okay, Chris, all right, uh, listen, if you do this and you say these things, well, then we'll get this development. Or if you say these things and we go this way, we'll get this development. And I've told each side of those parties. You're not I, interested I, in I, that. I, I'm going to keep this uh, completely biased and, and right down the middle. And this is not about, uh, I don't even care what's built there. Right. It's about cleaning up the property for yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, okay. we're going to end up with another making of murder where it's just completely <laughs> one-sided. And it's, I don't want to see that, though. You know what I mean? I want to see both sides of the story. I want to see non-bias. I want to see all the facts. And I want to make the decision. I don't want you to tell me what to think. I, I absolutely and lo- I like that. I absolutely love those documentaries, man. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was fascinated. From I've been watching I, I Am a Killer like the past oh, three nights. Man. man. I, all I do, I, I, um, I used to my, one of my very first truck driving jobs as a kid. So wait, wait, wait. We got dr- I, I we worked, got drivers all the way through I, here. What's I worked, up, bro? I worked and made deliveries in that town up by Avery's. We uh, all drove Manitou- Manitou- Yeah, Manitou- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Sal- uh, it was Avery uh, Salvation or whatever. Yeah. I made deliveries out not on their property per se, but in that town in the area. And I've driven past that place way back in those days, and it was it was it was kind of crazy, and it was just. I had an eerie feeling going in that town. It was, and then when I seen that documentary, I was so blown away. I was so interested. A lot of these towns I go into in the Nebraska, like weird St. Louis areas, like the rural. Everybody to me is Stephen Avery's brother. 
They're all related <laughs> hey, to Stephen Avery. I got a I got a badass story for you if you want a well, quick little oh yeah, yeah. Story. all right so way to, uh, we good, like these good way to end a podcast uh, yeah. one, one of my uh, one of my deliveries I did was uh, I used to uh, when it was when I first first started out driving and they used to send me over the road and uh, I you had to do two years over the road experience right, right. to get a local job You're right that's how it still kind of is now so I got sent out to New Jersey and I was out there on the port and I picked up a load of cocoa beans. And I had a cocaine. Drive, and all right, story's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> and we did rails all the way. Just kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. No, I had to deliver them to Milwaukee to a to a, a company called Ambrosia Chocolate. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. All right, so I'm in. I pull up in the dock, and they open up the gates. And, and have you ever seen cocoa beans? In a, they come in these huge burlap sacks. Yep. And just a whole truck full full of them, and these guys grab these big huge hooks, like yeah. these big fucking yeah. like iron, right? like when yeah. you're stacking hooks, hay, yeah, like, yeah, a, they, like they a meat. They grab hook. them, they throw them on this conveyor, and they do this. And there's this guy right above the conveyor that's telling which guy to put what sack on which belt. <laughs> and you knew who the guy was at the top, telling each person where to put what was. Ooh, hang on, let me guess. Steve Avery, Barack Obama. <laughs> this this was in Milwaukee. Yes, it, I don't know who. It was no other than Jeffrey Dahmer. Wow! No. Oh, I met Jeffrey Dahmer, and he was sitting right there working at Ambrosia Chocolate. No wonder why you got a teeth mark in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> he ate three of my fingers. <laughs> the other one's no. not found yet. Yeah. As long as you were the fucking cops that found his I went boyfriend. To his, so I went to his house after. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty wild. He made me soup. It was a little. He, he, you know, he made liver and onions for me. That, that With is, farba beans and a little Chianti. That is no, crazy, though. But yeah, it was crazy. So here's how I, fi- here's how I found this out. Because I didn't know at the time. Right, yeah, right. The fuck the is this right another there. fucking nerd fucking so working online. I did, the, I did the run again. And I came back. And this was after all that shit had gone down in Milwaukee. And Jeffrey Dahmer got on the hook for all of his eat- do, 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 his do, do, eateries do. <laughs> he was a foodie he was a foodie his cartoonery boards yeah. he wasn't farber beans it was cocoa Charcuterie. beans and a little chicanche charcuterie I said cartoonerie cartoonerie <laughs> Isn't that just antipasta? Come on, can we be south side? It's antipasta. Yeah, for sure. It's freaking antipasta. For sure, for sure. So I went back there, and uh, as I'm, I was pulling in the dock, and we're sitting in the driver's area, there's just like this whispering going on, and the other driver's is like, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. And he's like, the guy is like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, yeah, the guy used to be at the top of the conveyor there telling each guy to go was Jeffrey Dahmer. And I said, no shit. I said, I was here like literally a month ago. Not even a month ago. It was like three weeks ago. He goes, yeah, that was Jeffrey Dahmer. So I asked the lady at the docking. She goes, I go, was that really Jeffrey Dahmer? She goes, we're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and she was pale white and just like looking at people. Yeah. And it was still fresh in their oh, freaking yeah. minds, oh, yeah. man. Well, she was a verdict. Oh, like, my God. She was, uh, you know, she had to go on stage. I'm you know? like, what did you, you probably, you didn't. I don't know how you call that. <laughs> not a verdict. But not a verdict. Not she, a verdict. She wasn't That's at the end of the trial. Uh, a, a witness. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you're having a stroke. Stroke, uh, stroke for right. sure. Uh, Dave, everybody Dave, dial 911 hey, right now. She was, Somebody she, cut off his mic. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, no, right I, I looked at the lady. I'm like, uh, no, I looked at the lady. I'm like, don't worry. You're not a 15-year-old boy. He'd yeah. probably be okay. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, so, he was very selective note, in his dish. Yeah. 
On that anyway, note, thank you we, we we definitely appreciate you coming out. Um, We're gonna have to have you on again. Yes, yes. we need um, to have you on. Appreciate it, guys. This has been great, man. So, like as usual, so your documentary is 280 acres. Like he said, he's halfway through with it. Um, obviously, once he gets a little further on, he'll contact us, and we'll put it on our social media feed. We'll what is so? If, We're gonna push so this far. So, as far as what. How can anybody contact There's you? There's 280, acre, your... 280 acres on Facebook. Just do a search in the bar. 280 acres, you'll find the Facebook page. And uh, that's where I'm at. So, if any, and also, do you have like an email? If somebody wants to contact you, yeah, do you have a go? Do you have a GoFundMe? Like, go ahead. The GoFundMe. Give, give your spiel right now. What it, you want to? Uh, what you want out there? Right on. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, 280 acres. If you just search that on Facebook, you'll find it. And the, we'll be the, sure the, Go the GoFundMe is also on the 280 acres. But if you go to GoFundMe, it's 280 acres in the search slash to it. Yeah, yeah. If you go to go to GoFundMe, put in 280 acres, it'll pop up. OK, so I mean, what we're looking to do since it's independent is just grab another 40,000 for, for sure. For sure. I'm paying this the film crew, the cameramen, the sound guys, the uh, people who are doing research and helping me with it. Uh, then their advertisement and you know all that's that stuff that goes along with the film and okay. you know that's it's it's gonna be a it's we're doing a very high class thing for a very low amount of money because sure. usually producers and everybody take you know twenty thirty thousand dollars just you're to just do looking to do a film I, I'm doing I'm doing I'm not drive though I'm not making I'm not making any money this is just that cost for me this is I'm retired so I'm just having fun with this, this is yeah. a hobby and it, it's more of a passion project for me it's more of about getting this thing cleaned up and and doing something for Tinley Park and and I appreciate uh, and, it. and let's oh, move yeah. let's move forward from this thing I mean I don't want to forget the memory of the people that were there yeah I don't want to uh I, I but don't, it's at a point that we need to move but on we need we, we gotta exactly. yes. we need to move on from this eyesore and uh and then some good things that come out of it the UFW memorial everything I'm everything I'm taking in 20 percent of that is going to be donated to the VFW American Legion Tinley Wish, which is a fantastic uh, organization in Tinley Park, and then also um, giving back to uh, to Tinley Park Historical Society, which made a lot of this research possible for. And we me, are very know, so. big with veterans here. I'd say, absolutely, like, uh, talking yeah. stuff. Day, so this day. is definitely up our to our part. Awesome, sure. I appreciate and it. Any little thing that we can do, let us know. Yeah, absolutely, like, like, like we said, man. If you need volunteers, me on, man, it's been awesome. Point, yeah, we're here. All right, I'll It'll be back tomorrow fun. night. <laughs> well, 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 you're bringing the next bottle, though, right? I mean, this is all you. Well, Wait, who do you guys like on uh, Kansas City? I'm going Chiefs, yeah, baby. We, we talked about it last I'm week. Going for yeah. Pay with Niners. That's for my buddy Brad Gerald's out in uh, Portage, Indiana. He's, I grew up with him. He's a KC fan, so I got to jump on his bandwagon. So yeah. that's for my buddy. I just right. like KC. But uh, um, on that note, we appreciate everybody for tuning yeah, in. Um, we appreciate him for coming on. Can't wait for you to come on again, Chris. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much like, for share, time. subscribe, um, and uh, thanks for checking in. Yeah, uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook. I'm gonna push this guy as hard as I ever pushed any ex-girlfriend. You know? Oh man, that's just movement. fucked up. You, you just turned me on. Hey guys, whoever's listening to Chris Oprah um, here, make sure you yeah, go on to Whiskey are, Dicks and follow these whiskey, whiskey Dicks guys, man. Here, these guys are great. We are gonna. They'll uh, be ready don't, tomorrow. Donate a little bit. Fucking uh, Thanks, man. put put some money in. I'm gonna be putting some money in tonight. Let's fucking get this thing going. Let's get this fucking south suburb shit cleaned up. Can't wait for the second documentary. Yes. It's gonna be good. First and the second one are gonna be great, man. It's gonna be All a good right. documentary. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you, neighbors. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Hey. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you. That was cool. That's good.